back to the Kill Connor Club podcast. This is episode 27. My name is James Lathers, but you'd know that if you're on the channel. And we're, uh, I'm joined again also by Tyler, like always. Yes, you are. Yep, like like always. This has become our usual intro now yes. where I just say, like always, that's how I started off. Yes, that's I am good. here. How's it going, everybody? And we're obviously joined. Uh, if you haven't seen the title of the podcast, then you're f- fucking lazy shit. But uh, we're joined by Nick, or The Creed, uh, hey, a new Assassin's Creed YouTuber here. How are you, Nick? I'm pretty good, man. Thank you. Glad to be here. That's that's good. It's exciting. It's very exciting. Yeah, oh, it's God. Like, oh, God. Oh, what? God. What's, uh, what's happened? Look at the stream. <laughs> Is that what? How has that happened? Explain to me how that's happened. No, no. For those on the audio podcast, uh, on the stream, obviously we just normally have the Kilconnor Club logo thumbnail and stuff. For some reason, my face is covered by a picture of the old, (laughs) my old logo from like a year and a half ago, two years. Explain to me, James, how this has happened. So that was definitely intentional. I have, I have, I have the KCC, and then that one time when I made the joke because I wanted to see what it looked like, you like your old logo. I have it in the sources, and when I started up the stream so I could see the preview, I wanted to see what the image was, and I turned it on, and I was like, "Wow, that's funny," and I just didn't turn it off, and I forgot about oh, that's it. That's great. I love that. <sighs> Fuck's sake, man! <laughs> what a great start. start. Okay, fantastic. I've only. Really- just started working out the fact that you can take a stream chat and put it out yeah. of the window on your server. Yeah. I think you told me that, James. I did. Because it always slows my computer down watching the stream. But now I've got the chat up, so it's okay. It's all fixed. It's all great for me. Um, so, uh, <clears throat> what's going on, guys? What's what's new? What's uh, I guess what a great way to start the podcast would be uh, to talk to you, Nick, because you've just started recently over the last month or so uh started a new channel called the creed that is blown up for someone who's only been around a month you're on what 1600 subscribers at the moment yeah it's been absolutely crazy like i i started this because i was watching you guys and i thought it was really fun what you guys were doing and i had a lot of views on my own and i wanted to share that with the community but I never expected for thousands of people to watch my videos. Like it's been crazy, and I don't know how to pay me, uh, repay the people. So I I managed to get hold of some games, and I made a giveaway just to like <laughs> say hello. I'm here. You want something back? Here you go. Yeah, nice, nice. What? So, <clears throat> so you said you watched us, and that made you start. How long did you wanted to do a channel like this? Like, I have done YouTube channels in the past. I remember starting one when I was, like, 12 or 13 with, like, uh, tutorials on Photoshop and, like, Cinema 4D and stuff. But I always wanted to talk about Assassin's Creed ever since I played Assassin's Creed 2. So I talked about it with my friends, but I started watching you when you guys were starting to posting. And I don't remember. I think I started actually watching James. And I find – actually, I find you, Tyler, first. Uh, and then I watched some Kill Connor, pl- uh, Kill Connor Club stuff, and that led me to James. And I love you both. And uh, I think it's like a year or two ago, or something like that. Definitely like a year ago, I started watching the Kill Connor Club, or when it actually came out, or something like that. That's I've awesome. been watching you. For, yeah, I've been watching you for a while. I haven't really been active in the comments or stuff, and stuff. But I just wanted to join the community and try to 
get my views out there, and that has been a rea- that has been made a reality now. I'm really happy. Yeah, well, I mean, it's been yeah. super successful. Like, it's like I think I was talking to Ethan about it. Like, your channel is like like ridiculously like successful. I think like you've been doing it for like one month like, or something like that. Like. Man, shut the fuck yeah. up, Tyler. I will kill you. <laughs> okay. Um, but, uh, oh, fuck, what was it? I've lost my fucking train of thought now. You've ruined everything. <laughs> it's uh, just funny. the end. Uh, no, wait, what was the thing? Okay, yeah, so, yeah, like, you... Oh, now I notice that I'm saying it every time I say it. You said it about 17 times in the space of 18 okay. words, so... So, let me try and not do that. So... I was just saying that your channel's grown well. Congratulations, Thank you. Nick. There you go. Thank you, James. <laughs> Have a I really appreciate star. it. I will put it on my arm and walk around with it. That's fantastic news. Well, that's really cool because it's uh, that's different for me personally, and I don't, I don't, I'm sure James as well to be like, because we've had people on the podcast, as you may know, like Luma and stuff and Gabe, and the, we've talked to them and said, you know, they're people that have inspired us to jump on. So very crazy for the shoe to be on the other foot for me personally i'm like this is you know i never thought that would happen from my end to inspire anyone else to do a channel or be a part of the community or something so that's cool but it just shows how great youtube is like being able to actually influence people all over the world and actually make them want to do something new and try and actually risk putting themselves out there and because doing this is not easy for everyone i was really nervous the first video i made and i was like making the uh uh every single phrase so i've been trying to work on that and like i think i've improved a lot over a month and i'm really happy with the way the channel is going so i just want to say thank you to you guys for all the great support i've been getting because it's been amazing oh yeah you man you're welcome i mean i think it was ethan james would that i'll be right in saying that was first one that um because we have like a facebook group chat um and he he dropped to one of your videos in and that was the first one I saw and stuff. And I mean, for someone that's just starting out, the way you structure it and how professional you've got it all put together, obviously you're very experienced already before this with editing and with, uh, must be, I don't know what software you use, but you know, motion and things like that to get yeah. uh, transitions and intros and things like that. And I've watched, I'm like, oh fuck, I'm jealous of that, that sort of skill to straight away. Your content is at a level that's very high to, to get that sort of, uh, uh, those sort of views and that sort of because uh, there's a lot of reasons you know people can get views that's one thing but the, another thing is to actually get people that want to subscribe after watching which you've clearly gotten which you know so that's just goes to show how professional right from the start and I think experience you must be already with editing and things like that yeah, I've been so studying it for uh, for some years and I've been doing I've been doing video editing for maybe five or six years now at at home and I've been running actually a a business where I was offering video services, graphic design, and motion graphics to corporations, and so I do have a lot of experience, and that has definitely helped me out because my if my videos wasn't as let's say professional as it is, it would never have caught on as well. Possibly, yeah, started. but I mean, I mean, you would have been like us and been just, just a, you know, a bit uh, a more of a struggle, but you've just shot off, man. So this is it's all credit to you, man. I'm sure. But I mean, by the end of the year, probably have more subscribers than me and be shitting on me. So it's all right. So we're all good. <laughs> I really, I actually don't want to get that big that fast because I, I, 
I want to be a small YouTuber with a little voice trying to actually say something in the community. I never wanted to get this big this fast, but it it has happened and I have to deal with it. But I actually wanted to be like this little kid with 200, 300 subscribers and just fuck around, but that hasn't happened, so. How unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just hear like, I just, I, I envy the growth and you're just like, I, I don't want it. I'll take it. Like, I'll, I'll gladly just take the, the subscribers. I'll make a couple of videos directing uh, my, all my views and subscribers to you. Yeah, you yeah everyone unsubscribe to me and go subscribe to this guy. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> like, Ethan did that to me. He actually shouted me out in the beginning of one of his videos. And I remember the comments on one of my videos being like, hashtag fishy love, fishy brought me here. And I was like, what the fuck? I, I was actually watching fishy, but I haven't seen the new video. And I was like, going over to his channel and... I saw saw him talking about me. I was like, "What the fuck?" And I showed it to my girlfriend. That was there, and she was like, "Holy shit! What is actually happening right now?" So that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's so. That's I don't. That awesome. I don't know. That gives me such good, warm feelings that that that, that that's happened. That's so cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Because I mean, I think of myself as no, I, I like literally like everyone else. I don't think of myself as anything really at all. I just like to talk a lot, not shut the fuck up. So I'm, I record myself doing it. Whereas I, yeah, I don't know. That's it's crazy to hear stuff like this. Personally, James is just like fueled, fueled him. He's just like yes. My ego's topped off Yo. now for the week. <laughs> it's all good. Like, didn't you write on Twitter, James, that the way you came over, like, you were really down when you left Alba, and the thing oh, that helped yeah. you was your subscribers? <laughs> yeah, no, it was funny. Was, your ego yeah. was growing by that? Yeah, because I was, like, tweeting, like, all depressed, and Ethan tweeted me, like, just remember, you have 15,000 subs, and I was like, fuck, my, my ego's back, I'm fine, just forget it, I'm cured, everything's okay. Um, <laughs> so partially a joke, but partially really true. <laughs> Super accurate. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so James, speaking of, how was uh? So you've been away, and uh, I got to enjoy being the number one source for Assassin's Creed content for for seven days. But uh, you're away <clears throat> in over an island. I was. What? So how was that? What's been going on? What's uh? Well, what's new? Well, I was pretty much sick the entire time I was in Ireland. So I spent the entire time feeling sorry for myself and taking medication, yep. and that was about Classic. it. Yeah. There was something though that happened, and I'd love to hear this James's oh, journey. Oh, <laughs> oh, um, where uh, so someone may or may not have broken into Elva's place whilst you and Elva were there. Mm. Why what don't the you take us on, on this okay. journey, James? All right, so for sure, tell it better than last last time's for sure, just tell it better, but okay. yeah, go, go yeah. on, go on. Fucking yeah. hell, that's pressure, Jesus Christ. Okay, so. <clears throat> I'm gonna set the scene. So it was a, it was a, it was a mild day. Um, it was kind of you know midweek, kind of cloudy, overcast. Um, that was alright. And then uh, so basically, me and Alva were just. I can't remember exactly. What, okay, so we were just we were just you know sitting in our room, and like I'm trying to think what happened. So okay, so her mum left. And it was just me and her. And, like, we were just kind of sitting there. And then, all of a sudden, like, from somewhere in the house, we just heard, like, 
noise, and it sounded kind of like, not like, it sounded like, um, kind of like people like kind of like sound like someone moving around, but also kind of like, oh, like it. Imagine the sound of someone robbing a house. That's what it fucking sounded like. Okay, so it sounded like that, and Elva thought it was her mum, like come back to like, like get something or something. Like she'd forgotten something, so we were kind of like, okay, that's what's happening. And then like <clears throat> after that, we just heard like this like man's voice, and we're like, what the fuck is going on? Like that's definitely not your mother. Um, and we were like, okay, so what the fuck do we do? Like, that, there's some random dude in your house. Like, what's going on? And, like, he's making a shit ton of noise. Like, it sounds like he's, like, moving, sh like, shit around and everything. And we're you like, think that's, okay. like, super suspect? They're just, like, this robber's just, like, the worst robber of all yeah, time. No, he's so, yeah, just yeah. fucking you're knocking shit over as he goes the loudest cunt in the yeah. world see that's that's the thing at the time it was just kind of like what the fuck because i assume because elvis house is kind of like in the middle of nowhere and i guess he thought no one was home like if, it, if he was um indeed uh stealing things from the house i guess he just thought you know no one's home so being loud wouldn't really have made a difference because the house is just kind of in the middle of nowhere like not really anywhere near anything else so I guess that's just kind of what you think. Like, at the time, it was just kind of like, what the fuck is going on? Like, like there's just some random guy in your house. You don't kind of think of all the possibilities of what, like, could happen. You kind of think, yeah, no, there's, there's, there's just some random guy here. And then he just, like, shouted really loud. It sounded like he was talking to some other guy that was also there. And it was like, shit, what, what? the fuck do he we do? He just shouted? Like, no, like, he sh it sounded like he shouted across the house to some other guy. Like, because I, I swear, like, I heard two voices. Like, one person was further away. One person was close to, like, the room that we were in. And it sounded like he shouted to him. Like, I don't know what it was. It was just kind of like a, like a shout, and it was like, what the fuck? Um, and so, like, Elva, like, quickly went and locked the door. And then, like, we were like, okay, what the fuck do we do? Like, it was, like, we were just like, okay, there's just some, ran like, there's some random people just in the house. We're in the middle of nowhere. So, Elva called the police, and they called her mum. And the police, like, showed up when they got there. Um... It was probably, like, because Elvis' house is so, like, randomly in the middle of the nowhere, and the address isn't the address. Like, it's so difficult to explain. Like, you give someone the address, but I guess it doesn't show up on Google Maps or something, because it's so randomly secluded. So it took the police a while to get there. And then when they got there, like, they looked around and everything. There was no one there. But um, there was, like, uh, a phone that was gone from the kitchen. We were like, okay, what the fuck? Um, and apparently... Elva's granddad, who oh god, there's so much exposition that you need kind of for this, but essentially someone we've that knows. We've got all day, bro. We've got all day. Keep okay. it going. So essentially, someone that knows Elva's granddad was like they left their phone at the house, and like Elva's granddad didn't know anything about this. He didn't give anyone permission to come into the house or anything like that. We were like, okay, what the fuck? Maybe it was the guy coming back to get his phone. But even regardless of that. No one knew, like, they were coming back, or no one gave them permission to come into the house, so it, it was just the guy coming to get his phone, but he literally just broke into the fucking house. Like, <laughs> he fucking, he just, he just came into the house, like, no one knew that this was happening. He just fucking came in and just took the phone, made a like, shit ton of noise, and then just, like, left. And, like, scared the shit out of us, and we, like, called the police and everything. It's like, what, like, I... I don't understand the logic where you're just like, yeah, no, nah, I'll just go into this person's house thinking they're not home without telling them, like, 
or even asking permission or like I, d I don't I don't understand. I don't get it. Yeah, like Elva just said, worst robber of all time. Like her mum left the keys in the letterbox to get back into the house, which I think is a dumb fucking idea to do that. Um, That's a stupid idea. Yeah, yep. it's a, yeah, it's a dumb idea. Uh, but they just took, a they knock just... on the door and ask. Yeah. Well, hey, can I get my phone? It was. I don't. Apparently, I think they rang the doorbell, but we didn't hear it. Okay. And then after that, I was like, they "Hey, just... I'm robbing the house now." Yeah, yeah. They just, they just, they rang the doorbell when no one answered. They stole the keys, let themselves into the fucking house, and just oh. took it. And then, and then left again. It's like that's just, yeah, no, that's, that's wrong. Um, but that was a fucked up day. Um, what the fuck is up with this guy? I that's don't know. actually destroyed me. He's a fucking like, idiot. If that happened. If that happened in my house, I would actually run down with something really big and just be the shit out of it. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. What did you and Elva do? So you locked the door. Locked the door and then called the police. That's what we did. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, fair point. Fair point. No, no, no point in putting yourself in any danger. But uh, I guess I'm just a hero. I would pull up my sleeves and just bit, like rubbed <laughs> oil on my chest and just run out. And been like release my but, tigre yeah, yeah, out, yeah. out of be... the cage and uh yeah no <laughs> tigre <laughs> the <Dundee> knife <laughs> uh, that's not a knife knife and fucking yeah just fucking bang and it's actually my dad and he's just like hey surprise visit and I'm just like get the <laughs> fuck out of here <laughs> yeah oh. that's uh, oh god yeah. yeah that's that's what happened but uh. Well, it, it sounded scary as shit, though. I I understand that you were afraid. Like, holy shit. Yeah, it was it was fucked up. I was just waiting for you to go like my ghost story, be like, and I turned the light on, and the man disappeared, and it was a ghost. <laughs> 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 oh god. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wow, that's uh, fuck that man. <laughs> yeah, that was, it was a little bit fucked. Steering the worst robber of all time. Could you imagine if it was a robbery, though? Like, you found out he'd stolen a bunch of shit, and he'd walked in and just been like, Hey, man! There's some cool shit here! Come here, look at this! They've got a... Their TV's fucking huge! Let's get it! Like, just the worst robber ever. Oh, no, but sure. actually... A lot of robbers are really loud to actually scare people if they're home, because a, very few people or robbers are actually quiet. They want to make as much noise as possible, so it sounds scary. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, maybe, or for sure, just be quiet and good robbers, but okay. Um... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and how did you find out who broke in after all that? Because you said the cop showed up and everything. Yeah, and... so Elva's granddad, who knows the guy, because the phone was gone, he called the phone to see who had it, and like the guy who owned it had the phone back. So okay, so the guy, the guy just came to the house and got the phone. Uh, okay, uh, right. Sounds good. Decent. <laughs> right. Okay. Do you know while you were telling this story, everyone was losing their shit in the chat. Where's the intro, Tyler? Where's the? Because the one James's journey you've done, I did an intro for. It. Oh fuck. The sake. one you've done, I did an intro, and now apparently it's. What the fuck, Tyler? Where's the intro, you fucking scumbag? Like, there was... Like, what are we doing? Well, you can outro it if you want. Well, I, I mean, I may as well just wait to... Uh, it's the same as the end of the podcast, right? Or, or leave, we'll leave it. Let's just calm down on this whole, like... It's different. They're all different. It's always different. I don't think you could replicate... Well, that's true. 
Okay, fine. I'll do. I'll do an outro. <coughs> James journeys. <laughs> it just gets. That was a good one. Fucked every time you do it. <laughs> it's better and better. I don't know what you're talking about, man. That sounded pretty fucking normal to me. <laughs> they call me yeah. the songbird of my generation. Um, uh, yeah, no, yeah, I can, I can see why. I get that. Yeah, no, I know. So just let's let's calm down. Um, so there's your fucking outro, everybody. You fucking scumbags. Yeah. Um, so I got some news. Not really, okay. but uh, oh. I got a PS4 this week. Oh yeah, wow. you did. I, I did. I was very excited. I talked about it in the last podcast. I'm like, oh, I'll get a PS4 soon. I'll totally do it. Um, and I did. So thank God. I love it. I was so happy. I've been playing the shit out of Uncharted. So I got, what I did was I got a uh, pack. I got a one terabyte console and I got Uncharted 4 and Ratchet and Clank with it. There's a couple of bundles I could get, but I'm like, um, <laughs> I didn't. I was like, the only reason I'm getting PS4 is because I want to play PS4 exclusives. And there's lots of bundles that had lots of third-party games. And the guy's like, yeah, but this would work out better. I'm like, hey, man, I'm not getting a fucking PS4 to play GTA V and shit. I, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I, I've got consoles. I'm not, I don't need that. But so I've got some exclusive, which I then downloaded Uncharted Drake's collection. And I've played as of, so I got the PS4 Monday and yeah, so it's Sunday now, and I've I'm halfway through Uncharted three now, so I've been playing the shit out of Uncharted, mm. and I absolutely fucking love it. It's amazing. It's so, um, but I'm glad. Like, I don't feel like someone asked me, "Do you wish you got a PS4 earlier?" No, I feel like this is literally the perfect time to get a PS4. Like, I'm glad I've never played Uncharted, and I've got four games that I can just binge play. I've never binge played mm. a franchise before. Most I've ever played in a franchise is like two games. I've always played franchises quite early on. I'm never usually a late comer. Usually. Like Halo One was the first Halo game I played. Assassin's Creed One was the first Assassin's Creed I played. Kingdom Hearts One was the first Kingdom Hearts game I played. Those are my main franchises and stuff and it's cool to have uh, this franchise and just binge play and I'm like, this is and they're fantastic and I really didn't know much about it. Like I I just heard such great things. I know what Naughty Dog are capable of making in terms of games. And I knew kind of what type of game, like people said, like a, a thief, Tomb Raider type game, very cinematic. I'm like, that sounds like something I'd like. And then, you know, I'm playing them. And I, even the first game, which is 2007, it was made. It was, it was really fun. I had a great time playing the first one. And two was, was so ridiculously good. And then three is... Uh, Probably about on the same level at the moment, about halfway through, but it's starting to pick up now. I'm mm. now in Yemen, I believe. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and it's getting really good, and I'm, I'm loving it. And I can't wait to, because I've heard nothing but amazing things about the fourth one, so I'm super keen. Plus, then there's No Man's Sky that comes out in, like, two weeks, and Kingdom Hearts 2.8 in December. So I'm like, this is awesome. I'm so excited. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. Finally yeah, joined the world. Of... I really yeah. need to get myself a PS4. I, you, I'm dying to play those games. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm on Xbox and PC. Yeah, okay. fair point. Yeah, no, that's uh, I mean, at the end of the day, Xbox is my is my go to, but I don't really care anymore because I got both. It's like, well, I can just play whatever I want, and I'll get like Watch Dogs two. I'll get on PS4 because they've got all the DLCs early and yeah. stuff like that. 
Um, and I think after, now that I've been playing Uncharted, I'm like, you know what? I probably will play The Last of Us oh. when I've got when I've got some money because I've just spent all of it on the said PS4 and all the games I got with it. But uh, I'll play uh, The Last of Us and stuff once I've done Ratchet and Clank and uh, all the Uncharted's and everything. Mm. Last but of Us uh, is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I just find what? the PS4 too expensive if you're just going to play the exclusive games. Like, I'm not sure yeah. if it's worth it or not. That's true. If if I was only playing, let, let's say, Uncharted 4, uh, No Man's Sky and 2.8, but I've got... I mean, I've never played any of the Uncharted, so that's three games that cost me the price of one. So, all in all, like, and I've never played them. To me, you know, they're worth the money. Each game individually is worth, you know... A game, yeah. and I've got three in one, so I've kind of got a good deal here by waiting this long. I've got really already five exclusive games that I've never played before that, that are all sense. new to me, you know. So that's great because I've got a whole franchise I got to play, plus No Man's Sky is about to come out, which looks like a lot of fun, and that's only yeah. on PS4. And then I know Kingdom Hearts 2.8, and then I'm just praying and hoping that 1.5 and 2.5 remixes for Kingdom Hearts get ported over, so then it's like a whole bunch of shit for PS4 that I want. So it was the right time. I, I, I am with you because it's taken me this long to get a Sony console purely because there needed to be enough exclusives for me to play, whereas I never got a PS3 ever because I never thought it was worth getting. Even the whole lifespan of that console, like, there was never enough. Whereas now that there's four Uncharted games, I'm like, okay, it's time. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's Plus, actually, you know, no. I, <clears throat> I wanted to ask something. With... With Kingdom Hearts 3, are you going to get that PS4 or Xbox One? I think I'm going to get it PS4. Just yeah, because purely, right. you know, it's uh, it's, it's always been PlayStation. It and now sense. that I've got a PlayStation, you know, mm. that's it. It makes sense. And I can play it all on the same console and, and that way, like 2.8 and 3 and hopefully the old games if they port the other remixes over. So I'll, I'll say PS4, you know, yep. it makes sense. But it depends. Maybe there's a... Uh, I mean, I don't expect there to be DLCs or anything for Kingdom Hearts, but if there's any sort of exclusive content for either one, that'll kind of be what I lean towards, whatever it gets. Yeah. Most likely would be Which is, PlayStation, wouldn't it, anyways? Yeah, that would make more sense, yeah. So there's different reasons um, for getting uh, them on each one. So at least I have the option now. So whenever there's, you know, Assassin's Creed duel there, you know, the goddamn dreadful crimes that was in Syndicate, it was only on PS4... You know that now I ha I would have had the option to mm. you know go either way, so that's cool. I'm not going to miss out on exclusive bullshit and stuff. So that's actually nice for once. Yeah, good. But yeah, and well, uh, why don't... for those, like, so, why don't sorry. you think? Oh, sorry. Keep going, Nick. No, no, no. Okay. I... Now I was just, just wondering why. Why don't you think there will be um, DLC for Kingdom Hearts? Because every game that's ever coming out now has DLC, so there's definitely going to be a DLC for it. Because Kingdom Hearts is Kingdom Hearts, and it it's made by Square. Sense, like... It just, yeah, it's not a game that has ever or would ever have DLC, because there's it's no just, multiplayer there's component. There's no cult. Yeah, and there's too much in it. It's just too big of a game, and it's just a one-story game. Like there's no like side missions. It's just the longest individual campaign story. That is very, it's weird because it's very open of a game and there's a lot to do, but there's no side missions or side stories. It's just the story. But it's so big. So there's well, no like, DLC. It's weird how a lot of it feels 
like you're doing optional stuff even though it's all like it's we it's weird how the game plays out like you in a way you finish everything other than collectibles by just playing through the story but at the same time you feel like i don't even know actually i don't know how to describe it but there's so much content in kingdom hearts like to do dlc would just not be like just square enix's style for kingdom hearts it's just what they do yeah mm. It's a nice change. You, the game you buy is the game, the full game, not a piece of the game that you got to spend more money on to get everything. And it's massive as well. Yeah, I, I was shitting myself when you told when you told me what the developers have been saying, oh, yeah. um, calling it overwhelmingly massive, and each world is three hours long. And I'm like, holy Jesus, cr- titty fucking Christ! Like, it's what? Be huge. That's crazy. It's definitely going to be episodic, like uh, Hitman. Oh, you play, God, uh, God. you play a map, and then you're gonna wait a month, and then you get another map. Oh God! I haven't waited great. ten years for that bullshit. <laughs> that's not happening. That's what they're doing uh, with Final be... Fantasy VII remake, aren't they? Yeah, I think so. So I, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be so fun. They they definitely oh, won't do that with Kingdom Hearts because if they did, no, I I doubt it. It'd be terrible. Yeah, definitely. It doesn't so, work. It's not the same thing. Mm, yeah. So anyone that wants to add me on PSN, uh, my uh, ID is Tynamite, but instead of an I, it's with a 1. So it's the same as my Xbox game attack. Because someone took Tynamite on both consoles. The fuck? I assume it's the same person. It's me. Awesome. <laughs> Son oh, of God. a bitch! I, it's, it's not me. <laughs> well, if anyone wants to yeah, add me I'm on um, PSN while we're at it, mine's HD Lasers, because I'm a cunt. All join up. HD. Join the bands. <laughs> What's up with the... So you can watch people play on PS4? Yeah, I think so. That's such an unconfident answer. I don't know. I've never used it. I just... You said it and it kind of it rings a bell, but I don't know. Yeah, but okay. You you can stream on both consoles. I don't see the point. That's true. I can't stream on both consoles because um, I live in Australia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, well, that's that's your problem. Fair point. I don't live in fucking Norway where I get the greatest internet on the planet. Um, so right. that makes me want to cry. Well, oh. Where's this somewhere? I don't know where it is, but there's a place in Europe. There's like an old lady and she has the rec- world record for the greatest internet in the world. And her download speed is like 100 gig a second. Holy shit. That's insane. It's like she's in the you middle. and don't like, need that. Yeah, that's that. crazy. I no, you that. don't, because the servers you're downloading from can't put out that amount of speed. Like, if you if you try to download World of Warcraft and you use the, their client, you're downloading from their servers, right? And if you have 1,000 yeah. gigabits per second, their servers can't give you that information that fast. So you would, only, you would only get a maximum, let's say, 20 megabits per second. Anyway. That's true, but still, you, but upload speed would be beneficial and things like that. Like, it would be, yeah, it would still be good. Let's not, let's not. That's not, yeah. It would still be good. Like, it's, it's not be bad, bad overkill, but it's not but, you know. needed. It's overkill, definitely. But overkill's always good. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just go crazy with it. It was um, a great perk in Call of Duty 4. You can use two primaries. Classic. Classic Call of Duty 4. Oh, I've forgotten about Call of Duty 4. That was fun back in the day. Remastered coming soon. Yeah, definitely not getting that shit. Um, <clears throat> yeah. You're, you're, you're bastard. 
Well, can you buy it without buying the new game? No, no. unfortunately you can't. Yeah, then I'm absolutely not getting the remaster of Call of Duty 4. That is um, brilliant marketing 101. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna well, anyway. Like, I don't care. It's whatever. I'll, play, I'll pay the price of two games just to play one. I want that game. But I'm gonna play the the campaign of the new Call of Duty, of course. I probably but, will as well. I'll probably like. But I'm, touch I'm not it, gonna but... play multiplayer. Yeah, I'm not gonna play a lot of it. No, it'll kind of be there. Like I will play it because I've got it, but all my time will be spent on Call of Duty 4 remastered. Yeah, definitely. I'm so out ahead? of the loop of Call of Duty. Like I remember every year people always ask me because like I'm a gamer amongst most of my friends. Because I have a lot of friends that just aren't gamers and don't know any of this stuff. And they always go, so, but they all used to play COD back in the day, like in high school and stuff. So they always go to me, so what's the COD this year? I don't fucking know. Like, I'd never know what COD's coming out. I'm like, COD's coming out this year? I have no idea. I haven't COD played a COD or bought year. a COD since Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, but I don't know that. I literally don't know. I don't know what the last COD was. How do you, like... Like keep up I, to date on games, I, but you don't know COD comes out every year. How do you not know that? Like I, I'm sure it does come out every year, but I don't know what they are. Like I don't, I never watch any trailers for them. I never watch any gameplay ever. I've never it's just everywhere. Black like, Ops you can't 3, escape it. I've never, I've never seen gameplay for Black Ops Three ever. I bet you have without not once. No, I guarantee you I haven't. Never watched any. Maybe. Yeah. I only watched the. I did watch the trailer for this one because everyone was telling me how shit it was, and that people sent me links. Watch this. One. It was probably you and Ethan that were talking about it, and that. And then I watched it. But so I have watched that trailer, but I haven't watched it since that first trailer. Like the first person shooters I've always played is Battlefield and Halo, and those are the ones I've always played. I'd never. I Modern Warfare Two is the last COD I had. Fair enough. Actually, no. I might have. I played Black Ops One. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know, but it's it's been a while, because I I just didn't like. You them. said you said you played Black Ops One, but you didn't like it, so you stopped playing. That's what you said. Yes, that's that makes sense. Yeah, no, I didn't like. I had really didn't like Black Ops, um, One. So I just yeah, I just, I never bought another one after that, and that was, that was the end of it. Mm. I did. I remember. I th it was the first game I ever. No, so Assassin's Creed Two is the first game I got every achievement on, and Modern Warfare Two is the second game I got every achievement on. So I did play Modern Warfare 2 a lot. Assassin's Creed 2 is the only game I've gotten all the achievements on. Assassin's really? Creed 2 is the only game yeah, I think so. getting all the achievements on. Yeah, I've no, the feathers are a fucking pain. I remember using the IGN guide to find all of them because I couldn't be bothered to go look for them. Yeah, I think everyone did that. <laughs> I, I've, I've got every achievement in every Assassin's Creed game. Oh, oh wow. the fuck Oh my god, look at you. Jesus Christ. Ubisoft, where are you? We need free content. Actually, no, I haven't stuff. Rogue, I didn't, because I haven't played Rogue since I finished the campaign, because I'm like, fuck this game. Like, yeah. Oh, shit. You should do that, then. You should be the complete Assassin's Creed player. Do yeah, no, oh, yeah, well, what, but, what can but, you do? But I want to know some uh, something. Like, they have, like, the uh, Ubisoft posts these videos about Assassin's Creed, and they have these pro players that are going to these events. Who are they? Like, are they pro Assassin's Creed players? Are they pro feather collectors or something like that? Well, do you mean uh, the star players? Yeah. Star players, yeah, they're just cosplayers and other community members that just got invited to E3 and stuff. people that to Assassin's Creed. Like, people that just, okay. like, like, you know, eat, sleep, breathe Assassin's Creed. Kind of like Colin. Okay, the name, like that. Okay. The, the name doesn't make much sense because it's like star player, but like... Yeah, like I haven't heard of a single one like it. it you know what I mean? Like, yeah, if true. if you just called them big fan, 
Fair <laughs> enough. Fan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> doesn't sound as cool, but Ubisoft big fans. <laughs> the badge just says big well, fans. Their name and then uh, underneath is fanboy or something like that. Fangirl, fanboy or something like that. Ubisoft awesome. yeah. that would be great because yeah. Colin would fit into that. I'm just shit talking Colin so much. I'm so sorry. Uh, no, you're not. You're not at all. Something. Um. But yeah, I, I, it's just because. Uh, yeah, I don't really know why it's called Star Players. Like, it made sense when they invited, like, Brett and stuff. I'm like, that's a star player, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, people know Brett, sense. you know. But I, I wouldn't say people know any... Like, I didn't know a single one of the star players except Luma, no. which I'm not sure if he even was classified technically as one, or he was he just was. kind of there. He's, like, best friends with all of them, but... <laughs> I don't know, but yeah. I mean, I didn't know any of the... Oh, I knew, like, Rhino the Bouncer, I know him. Don't know who that is. He posts very philosophical. Oh, he's the the guy who's head of the the Codex website, the Assassin's Creed Codex website that gives. It's like kind of like a like an encyclopedia of Assassin's Creed. Never heard of it. Uh, Maybe. Yeah, no? sure. Mm. Yeah. Okay. okay. Wow. Okay. You're all fake fans. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's fake fans? I've, have you got all the achievements in all the games, bro? Call <laughs> no. me a fake fan, motherfucker. Shots fired. Shots fired. Okay. Take over. I'm gonna sit down now. Yeah. Aren't you sitting down? Got, You're standing up? Never got a multiplayer achievement in your life, James, in any of the games. No. What happened to your uh, multiplayer battle? Oh, oh it's God, I knew it's that was coming. It's happening. Like, I, I'm, I'm waiting for that. Yeah, yeah. keep waiting. It's going to happen. Okay, Just wait okay. a little bit. Wait. Yeah, he's going to yeah. get fucked up. The level 12, the noob, coming up against a man that's max leveled. Yeah, like, well, what, I mean, yeah. you and has to all get the achievements. Don't forget level, about like, that. You, know, you had to kind of, you know, you had to train. You had to keep playing to get to that level. I kind of, I played a couple of games. I was like, wow, everyone's so bad. I'm just going to stop playing because I'm just too good for everyone else. That's Felt bad about I'm wrecking happy. people. Exactly. Yeah, get it. Yeah. You're an absolute pussy. <laughs> See, look, he's getting mad now. He's just going to start shit-talking me because he can't handle the truth. Getting mad. I'm totally yeah. calm. I think this is hilarious. I don't have to justify myself. My okay, my resume speaks for itself. You have to claim and tell people I'm the best. I'm level twelve. Okay. And it's like, well I'm, well my okay. resume speaks for itself. I don't need to tell you why I'm the best. Everyone can see with facts I'm the best. You're just claiming best of nothing. So you know, it's yeah. just I'm not, there's no nothing that I'm upset about. I think it's just funny that I get to watch you cry. <laughs> I think I again. Think we need to, I think we need to organize a time for this to actually happen. Um, you should definitely stream it. Until it's happened, I don't even want to tell people it's coming soon. I don't want to do that again. Once it's been recorded and we have done it, and we'll be like, okay, we're going to release then it on this date. It's it actually coming. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be great fun though. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, the uh, <clears throat> I love the the chat. I love Tyler. I love him more. Well, yeah, for sure. Don't fight over me, guys. There's enough. There's enough Tyler to go around. Um, <laughs> everyone's waiting for it. Yes, they are. You're a pussy, Tyler. Well, it's actually not your a pussy, Tyler. It's you are a pussy, Tyler. So uh, no one's for sure. Learn grammar is amazing. Tyler can handle the truth. He's ten episodes in. Oh, you boom, James! Oh. Deal with that! Deal That's with amazing. That. That's amazing. So at 11 of Assassin's Creed, Tyler can handle it. Yeah, that's it, Ordle. Thank you. Ordle's got my back. 
Even Ordle hates you, James. Everyone hates me. It's like a meme to hate me. No, I don't. It's a, okay, oh, that's stop, good. Stop. That's good news. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, Nick, Nick can tell people now that James and I actually hate each other. Like, behind, but when we're on the air, that's when we actually just pretend to be nice to each other. Yeah. No, actually not. When we, before we started this stream, uh, he, uh, James asked, asked Tyler if he was ready, and the first thing he writes is, fuck off, Tyler James. <laughs> <laughs> so it's definitely not just on air; it's off air as well. So, we just Tyler's yeah. definitely a dickhead. If you want to know, drama alert. Actually, do you know what? Moving topic. Speaking of drama alert, this week, some crazy YouTube chick went oh, okay. insane. Everyone, she got kidnapped. Yeah. And man, I spent hours on Twitter going through the rabbit hole of evidence and cancer that was that the hashtag that was going around. So, James, can you explain to everyone what the hell happened okay. and who this girl so, was? So some girl made a dodgy video and everyone thought she was kidnapped by ISIS and that's the end of the story and it's not true and that's it. That's that's the story. James's journey. <coughs> So, a chick called, I don't even know her name, Mariana, Marina, Marina, or... Marina Joyce was her name. Marina Joyce, some That's British crazy chick who, oh my god, I watched like two of her videos, I'm like, this chick is high as fuck. Yeah. Every video she makes, it's a bit of a mess. she's crazy. How, how she has almost a million subscribers <laughs> is insanity to me, but then again, you know... Most of the world believe there's a man in the sky, so I can't really, you know, can't really judge, you know, that too much. It kind of makes sense when you put that in perspective. Um, and she said, apparently, under her breath, help me in a video because she's been kidnapped. So, you know, her kidnapper obviously let her make YouTube videos and go do, like, uh, Periscope live streams and answer questions and stuff. But, you know, totally normal kidnapping. So for some reason, her insane fans thought she's been kidnapped. If you, And then there's just photos going around of her on, like, Periscope. If you're in trouble, you touch your hair. And then, you know, she's touching her hair and shit. Like, it was just the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. And then she's like, come to a meetup, guys, and tweeting stuff and... I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was so dumb. Fuck and apparently, it was stupid. What a shock! She wasn't actually kidnapped. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? She's just crazy. Jesus Holy! Oh, She's had nearly two million. Yeah, she gained six hundred thousand subscribers in one day. What the, the back fuck? Of it's almost your of... level of growth, Nick. Almost. Not quite. Almost. Not quite. Not, not nearly, quite. Nearly there. Let's, 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 let's for sure relax on that, huh? Um, <laughs> <laughs> not, not quite on that level. I'm trying to bring for sure relax back because I haven't said yeah. it in a long time. I've been trying to bring it back up. Bring the trend yeah. back, yeah. Yeah, just like throw back to, to some old catchphrases. I mean, I always have some new catchphrases. Like sick every ass? episode, I have something new to say. Do you want to bring sick ass back? I think we could bring nah, I'm all, I'm, I'm all set on sick ass. Uh, there's one. Yeah, there, there I we say go. that so much now. Yeah. I can't stop. You say what? Nah, I'm all set. Yeah, all the time. How good is it? It just kind of totally it's dismisses so good. It's such a good <laughs> phrase. I love it so much. Because someone will be like, oh, do you want to do this? You'll be like, nah, I'm all set. Like, totally <laughs> dismisses whatever someone suggested. Oh. Like, it's it's brilliant. Like, it's the perfect way. It's so great. Um, Yeah, so this week's catchphrase is Tigre. Um, so just, it's, it's, it's Spanish for tiger. Um, no big deal. I speak Spanish. Um, 
the Hornate, you know, the horn, Spanish for Hornet, no big deal. Um, I, I'm just cultured, worldly, um, no big deal. Uh, and yeah, so those are those are my catchphrases at the moment, I think. Um, That's pretty good. I just have a, can we take a question uh, from the chat? No. Yeah, obviously. Okay. <laughs> okay, so quote says that, okay, so who has the derpiest personality, Nick Tyler or James? What do you think? Me, I think. Yeah, I'd say James as well. Yeah, okay, I'm, I agree. Okay, so that was easy. Let's move on. Simple. The derpy. What does derpy mean? Um, like, kind of not with I, it. Like, uh, I think derp. I think you're like, you're like weird, not paying attention. Um, out of it. Shows up late. Yeah. Um. Shows yeah. up late. Yeah, that, that's a pretty common with derps. With derps. <laughs> <laughs> I love how when I uh, read Billy's comments, I'm reading them in your voice, Tyler. You read them in my voice. Yeah, read them. Read read his comments. His newest, two newest ones. Oh yeah, hey man, I'm balls deep in it for sure. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> Those are some good catchphrases. I've got plenty more. That's pretty I good. I got plenty more. I was wondering where I got Mariana from, and it's just because from Mariana in the chat, like when I was talking about Marina Joyce. Ah right, yeah. I was like, where did I even come up with that? It was like, Mariana's in the chat. Help me, I've been kidnapped, totally toiler. You got it, Mariana. Well, I, I apologize, my bad. Um, Tyler's Tales, James's Journeys, Creed's Cancer. I think that's a bit excessive. I'm thinking more like uh, Nick's Niche, where I do like knitting videos and stuff like that. Yeah, be cool. Knit knitting videos. Yeah, like that's Nick's perfect. Niche, knitting, and then like... That's pretty good. That's you have to, have to be things on N, so it'd be like triple N. That's true. Nick's knitting. Nick knitting with Nana. And then you just have right. your Nana in there. Oh, just like I'm knitting get millions of sub. The growth is going to be so good. That could be the funniest comedy show of all time, though, when you think about it. Definitely. Contacting ABC right now. Yeah, okay. ABC Family. ABC Family. Okay. So, that was... 45 minutes of, of catching up. Jesus now Christ. onto the list. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so, James, you've hit... D -d 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 drum roll, please. 15,000 subscribers. Holy fucking shit. Applause. God, I'm just, like, even, like, I've kind of pushed my head further at my own fucking ass than it was before. Um, I'm now... My ego's reached a new level. I've leveled up. I've dinged. I've gone to, like, the next level of ego. And it has, like, a little top-off on the top. Like, when you get more HP. Um... Well, you... Over the last couple months, you've passed Escoblades and subscribers. Fuck, yeah. And now you're 15,000. Like, that's massive. That's, that's crazy. huge. That is insanity. So... Congratulations. I'm sure everyone, there's claps going on in the chat right now. Everyone's applauding. Appreciate it. I can imagine. And the congratulations, man. You can imagine everyone imagining it? I can imagine. Like the ego's pretty big when you clapping. can actually imagine the crown applauding for you. Like, that's a pretty big ego right there. Yeah. No, I do it when I'm in, when I'm in the shower and, like, I just imagine people applauding me. Like, <laughs> that's just a different I'm, ego. I look down at my difference. dick and I'm just like, there's people applauding me. They're watching it. And they're fucking. Yeah. What? <laughs> Sorry, guys. What what happened? Um, <clears throat> yeah. Um, but James is on 15,000 50, subscribers. What do you think you can get to twenty by the end of the year, James? Twenty twenty subs. Yeah, definitely. 
120,000, you fuck. Oh, obviously. God, now that's a different story. Jesus Christ. Okay. Nah, yeah, I think so. I think Nick will beat you to it. I, do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think so. Okay, I'm not. It's not growing that fast. No, we'll see. It kind of, it kind we'll of see. is, though. Like, we'll didn't uh, didn't uh, Ethan find out, like, by 2021, I'll be at, like, 100,000 subs or something like that? Something if like it that, went yeah. the same, yeah, that's pretty awesome. If you keep growing the same, yeah. But I'd assume you go faster. <laughs> go faster. <laughs> what the fuck <coughs> You know what was funny? I was almost late to the podcast because of sleep. Wow. From work and just oh. crashed. And then I was, I woke up and it was like eight thirty, and I'm like, and James goes, you, you, uh, you ready? I'm like, oh fuck yeah, no, totally. I'm professional. Classic toiler. What? Toiler. Where did, where did toiler come from? <laughs> it's how I say your name in that dodgy Australian accent. I'm toiler, like that. I'm toiler. I like purple. Hi Mike. Hi Mike. Hi Mike Tyler. Yeah. That's it, mate. Just, uh, oh, I'm Tyler, and, uh, oh, I'm very slightly, uh, got, got some brain trauma to the head <laughs> from, from all the trees I fell out of because I climbed it with my boomerang. Oh, God. Like, this yeah, reminds that... me, the Australian accent just reminds me of the Horsey and Cox stream we did of Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. Yes. That was... that was fucking no, hilarious. The Horsey and Cock stream, that was when I was, like, doing George's British acting the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's such a, it's such a, jo like, a joke we have now, because you were, like, you did the voice, and you were, like, you were, like, okay, this is George's voice, like, he's, like, you cut, you, you play some football. It was just the best thing ever. Football? Just, so good. I just went to, I just went to rugby, which not the sport, the place, and just playing some football at the <laughs> rugby. I just oh, got the, God. oh, fuck. No, but if I was doing George, I'd be like, fucking, fucking, content, fucking shit. What? <laughs> I wish I could do accents. Uh, oh, Same. God. James does. He can't write accents shit. Oh, God. I can, do a I can do a Russian accent. Do a Russian accent. Hello, my name is Nikolai. I came from Russia. It's very nice in Russia. If you see me, I'll fuck you up with my big, big hands. I thought you were going to say easy. big, big cock for a second. I got excited. I was like, hey, come <laughs> on in. Um, boss is coming back. Yeah, uh, that just... Are you at the level you can imagine the applause happening for the accent? Yeah. I know I am. I can hear it for you. That's how big my ego is. You go down there playing to football. <laughs> I love George. Oh, classic. Oh, He's such great. a good sport. Um... Assassin's Creed, are we ready? Have we, we have we warmed up? We're Assassin's ready to talk Creed. about Creed. Oh fuck yeah, it's time. It's time. Okay. Wait, can we do that in Norwegian? People are asking for that. Do what in Norwegian? Uh, Assassin's Creed. Talk about Norwegian Assassin's Creed. You know Norwegian, right? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Definitely. Totally. Let's yeah. do it. Um. Yeah. No, I'm fluent. Um. Hang on. Um. Tigre. Um. That means tiger. <laughs> in Norwegian. Yeah. <laughs> It's actually Tigre, so it's pretty close. No, uh, it's it's Tigre, so for sure, get in line. Uh, <laughs> yeah, learn your place. Uh, so just so you know, I'm the alpha here. So just when I say it, you know, it's just that's all. Yeah, everyone's learning their place. But uh, so and Hornate, that means Hornet. Um, 
<clears throat> Leon as Lion. Um, you have a really extensive knowledge of of that. I'm impressed, Norwegian, Tyler. Norwegian, yeah, no, no big yeah. deal. Don't, don't yeah, no, I know. Yeah, no, for sure. I just, uh, I get the, uh, I can hear the applause right now. Um, just a worldly man, just you know, and because I'm just used to going through the uh, wastelands and deserts of Norway. Totally, they have deserts and everything. Um, yeah, yeah, sure. And then, and then I, uh, you know, jump, jump, jump off cliffs and head into their rainforest. I'm just using my like elbows. My elbows are like knives. I'm just cutting on through. And I'm just using my positive attitude to just get through. I'm just like, oh, boom, boom. I don't want to use my hands because I use my hands for playing wind and, uh, instruments and love making and stuff. So I don't want to damage it. Use my elbows. Yeah. You know, and that, that's how I learned my, and then I, then I, that's in that jungle there. Then I met the, the Leons and the Tigres and that's where I learned my Norwegian. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm proud. Yeah. No wow. big deal. Was that Tyler's Tales for today? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True story. com. That really happened, by the way. True story. Well, um, I didn't doubt that. I'm... I mean, yeah, no, either. I... I was like believing the whole thing. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Well. Uh, that's, Assassin's Creed, everyone. Yeah, Assassin's Creed. I was just like, oh, I, I took this on a weird path. Oh, um, God. <laughs> okay. So okay. we actually have some news wait, wait, for what? Assassin's Creed. We have what some is... Assassin's Creed news. We have two bits of news. One oh, relates to the game, one relates to the movie. Oh, I don't one care about the movie. the movie. Let's get that out of the way. Talk about the movie first. Yeah, I do it. Talk about the movie first. James, you, you know all of this, by the way, so don't get too excited. There's nothing oh, new that you don't know. For sake. I come um, on this podcast to get new information, and you just supply me with <laughs> stuff I already know. You sound like George for a second there. For fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs> for fuck's sake, you know that. You fucking know that! <laughs> You're right there, you sound like you just fucking transcended what <laughs> Oh, so while they're laughing, I'm going to be talking about Assassin's Creed. So Assassin's Creed is a game about... I'm kidding. About traveling through the jungle and using your elbows. <laughs> oh, okay, what, so what's this... So about the, what's the information about the movie, Tyler? Inform us. Okay, so they've uh, been... Uh, what looks like doing pickup shooting for the Assassin's Creed movie. Fuck, man, this is crazy. Uh, Jesus Christ. To do some, to do some final shooting... And things like that. So, not huge major news, not a huge shocker there. But uh, uh, so that at least we know they're they're doing some final touches and making sure everything's all nice. Like most most movies do, and this is what I've noticed: some people are um, saying, "Oh no, they're doing pickups. It must be shit." Hang on a sec, guys. Every movie does pickups, so. We can all relax on that, you know. Fucking Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit movies all did pickup shooting. The new Star Wars Rogue One just did pickup shooting, so it's all fine. We're all okay. So, but yeah, so the movie's just done some pickups and doing some final touches. Did you guys pay much attention to Assassin's Creed at Comic Con, like the movie stuff? No. No. Okay. Well, this is awkward because neither did I. I was like throwing you guys the ball. Like totally, they'll know. I just want to yeah, remind catch. us and everyone that all three of us are meant to be Assassin's Creed fans. You you, you look to us for the news, for the information, uh, for our insight, and we yeah. know fucking nothing. <laughs> so, um, if anyone in the chat knows what happened at Comic-Con, let us know, because I, I have no idea. I don't think there's anything that huge, because the panel... 
I don't even know who was on the panel. Esco was on the panel. Esco Blades Andy, Esco. he was on the panel, and then a couple other people. Like I don't think it was that major of like a panel in terms of here's a big update on the next game or here's a trailer for the movie or something. Like I don't I don't think they had like Michael Fassbender at Comic Con from what I know. I mean I could easily Google it right now, but I can't be fucked to be totally honest with you. Um, yeah, I don't really I'm just care a- about the movie that much. Yeah, like I want. I'm I'm going. I'm going to see it, of course. But I don't really think it's gonna be that good. Yeah, no, I don't give. Rather, don't tell anyone. I don't fucking care about this movie. It's probably gonna be shit. Don't tell anyone. Yeah, no, I'm really excited for the movie though. Um, that's actually I have a different opinion to you. Um, (laughs) differing opinion that I actually am very excited for the movie. I mean, you know that that crane animus. Damn, that looks good. That I looks like a big black. Modern day. Yeah. Big. What, um, wait, it's a big black piece. Is that what we go with that? Like a metal structure. Big black erection, metal structure. A metal erection. Looks like. It. Looks no, but, like uh, about the Dr. Shooting, though, getting like probed. just do if people are actually worried about that. Uh, every every movie with low budget do not do pickup shooting because they can't afford it. If you have big budget, you do pickup shooting to improve the movie. So it's definitely a good thing. Sure. That's a yeah. good point. Yeah, the movie is still yeah. going to be trash, but... Um... Yeah, movie be... No, we didn't ask for that. it. Why are they making... Oh, okay, I, I get what they're making it. It's, it's no, bad. Ubisoft, definitely uh, fly me into, like, a premiere or something. I'm a fan. Like, I have a differing opinion of these. It's going to be a fucking bullshit movie. <laughs> I'm very excited. Well, let's, uh, let, let's think... Let's imagine that Assassin's Creed Empire is coming, and it's going to be... Let's say as great as Assassin's Creed 2, it's going to be a great game, right? Then making a movie is fucking fantastic because so many people will see it and actually think, okay, this might be cool. They buy the new game and it's fucking great. Okay, franchi- franchise revived, I think, I guess. So if if it's going to work like True. that, then that's fucking amazing. I thought you were going to say, more people play it, more people will go on YouTube and subscribe to us. That's what I care about. I don't give a fuck. That's exactly yeah, right. You know, that's a we good point. We should do a point. lot of movies. That is a good point. Because <laughs> so many people are going to watch the movie, movie and want to know about the movie because it's going to be mainstream. So I'm going to make loads of movie content and praise it. Yeah, uh, I'm going to make... I'm gonna make a review. I'm going to try to get early tickets before for the release and watch it. And what I mean by that is download it illegally from Japan or something like that, and then watch it, <laughs> and then make a review on it, and then it's be posted before the movie comes out, and I'm going to get millions of views. I'm going to head to the midnight release and uh, watch it at my computer and jack off. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's a, yeah, well, I, Australia doesn't get it till the 1st of January, so we get it like 10 days yeah, later. Uh, it's very late here in Norway as well. I think it's like January 13th or something like that. Yeah, that's... That's fucking bullshit. That's why it's, uh, it's a B movie. It's actually a B movie if it's released differently all across the world. So that's what I think. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, January movies are the shittest time to release movies. You know, yeah. I mean, they're competing with Star Wars. They're fucked. <laughs> yeah, in they're January. Yeah. yeah, I think you think that's why they release it at different times in other. Um, in other parts of the world because of Star Wars, makes, because there's not enough people there that's actually interested in Assassin's Creed. Makes sense. I mean, Australia's going to get Star Wars earlier, whereas and we're getting Assassin's Creed later. So for our market, they're kind of adjusting it. Because for Disney and stuff, like, Australia's their test market. That's why we get all the Marvel movies early, and we got Force Awakens two, a day or two early and stuff. Like, mm. 
So I, maybe that's why they're doing that. But then the release cycle is the 21st in the US and I believe the UK for Assassin's Creed. And then the 16th is Star Wars. So he, hey, real quick, you fucked Assassin's Creed. You fucked. You're not making more money than Star Wars. So no. I'm very well, concerned about that, to be honest, in terms of them making money and, and investing more in that. But, you know, yeah. what, um, what, do I really want it to do well for my own selfish reasons? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Do I really want them to make more movies? No, I don't. You know, I never really wanted them to make movies ever, but sure. So I don't know about you guys, but that's that's my opinion. It's really fucking shit. I love the movie. Very excited. Um <sighs> But there is some game. There is some game news. Okay. Um. That is that Ubisoft have been reaching out to the people, the community. Oh, yeah, I know this one too. For, this point. Of course. Well, I did tell you. you yeah, knew no, all this. I was, I was um, hoping it might be something more interesting, and I'm bored. So they've officially confirmed the next game. Um, <laughs> Was just joining in. They've officially confirmed the next game. Oh um, fuck! Now no, I can but... quickly now I can quickly change the title to AC Empire confirmed, and um... <laughs> confirmed. Yeah, because I had to put a question mark at the end of it. it confirmed. Yeah. What? And then go what afterwards? Like well, that's what I... you can put in. Well, now I'm depressed. So Assassin's Creed Empire confirmed. What? <laughs> what? What's going on? What? I don't know. What? what? I don't what? know what's happening. But. Okay. No. Yeah. So in all, but in all seriousness, so they've gone to the community anyway, uh, and asking about people's advice for the economics in the next Assassin's Creed game, and uh, our good old pal James over here, and thank fuck, finally getting some goddamn credit, uh, got uh, viewed by Ubisoft, and one of the uh, community developers. Uh, tweeted out and at James saying how good his video was and how the, the economics guy was watching it right now. And I'm like, fuck yes, thank you Ubisoft for recognising the main Assassin's Creed YouTuber and not these other people that don't care nearly as much or have really no audience to talk to. What are we doing, guys? But uh, then I got mad at you because I watched your video and had all points I agree with, but you missed some points. I'm like, God damn it, James, you needed to have everything because it got watched by you. <laughs> and I realized you didn't know that prior to making it. But that's yeah. okay, I forgive you. Yeah. Like most, uh, like to be uh, to be honest, like most likely our videos are being watched by Ubisoft. I'm pretty sure of it because I, I emailed Ubisoft a little while ago. I emailed one of the community developers here in uh here in uh, Norway, or uh, the Nord Scandinavia region, and uh, they replied to me like, "Yeah, baby, we've been watching your videos." Blah blah blah. So, like, if the community developer here in Norway does it, then there's definitely people watching you guys over at where you're at. So. Well, yeah, I mean, we've we've had some. We know we know that people watch the Kill Connor Club. It was funny, like going to. I've, I think we've told this story before, but when uh, Gabe was on, um, before we started the podcast, like before we. Um, recorded or anything, and I just said like, "Oh, I, I'm not sure if you've watched the podcast." And he just goes, "Yeah, yeah, I've watched the podcast." And we're like, "Oh <laughs> shit, that's not good. That's not a good sign." Uh... <laughs> so yeah, but pretty sure that they're watching at least some of our stuff. Hopefully, you'd think so. so. They're, they're clicking on they're clicking on a video, and we say like, "Hey, welcome to Empire," and they're like, "No, don't want to watch that." Yeah, that's why. That's, that's why. Because 
because my one about the economy, I was like, since I'm kind of putting this forward to Ubisoft, I didn't want to include Empire in the title. I just kind of did like next Assassin's yeah. Creed game because I was like, I don't want to do that because it's leaked, and obviously they don't like the leak. So I was like, okay, no. well, I'm just gonna just gonna cleverly change the title to something else, <laughs> but hopefully I'll still get views. Um, yeah, and it worked out quite well, so it's alright. So the most important here is that Ubisoft actually watched it, so. Mm. And we cool. know they watch it and recognize it, and they and they didn't just watch it; they said how great it was. That's good. Yeah, that's and pretty I'm like, cool. Thank you, thank you for listening and yeah. actively talking to us. Yeah, and that's what. So you should have replied. And James, you should reply like, yeah, "Where's the job application?" or "Where's the job <laughs> offer?" So uh, where's my money? Um, and the next street <laughs> LA guys just don't fire me this time. <laughs> Don't steal all my ideas and find me. We probably shouldn't say things like that. Um, they, did, they definitely did uh, that, though. They definitely did that's that. That's true. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, okay, well, let's. this is why I don't get recognized, James. I'm trying to defend you here, and uh, you do the, you do this. Yeah, I, um, I just love Patrice Desolé. Yeah, I guess I do, too. But uh, ha- really hasn't done anything since 2010, so I've kind of moved on. I don't know about yeah, you. Yeah, but, but uh, he, his, his, with group is his thing. It's his thing, and they stole it and fucking butchered it. Well, it's not their thing. They, if it was his thing, he would have had the licensing to it, and he would still have it, but he doesn't, because he just has the li- licensing to well, it. Yeah, well, because I mean, it's technically, Ubisoft. it's not his thing, but you know what I fucking mean. You're not, no, I don't. Technically, it's not his thing. Okay, kill yourself. <laughs> arguing for the sake of arguing. The next AC game after Empire. I'd gladly do that. Why? I'd be very worried about the next game. It'd be it'd be delayed. Show, you'd show up late to work, and uh, yeah. <clears throat> I think I'd direct a good Assassin's Creed game. Personally, I think I'd do a pretty good job. I do too. I do too. I totally do. Don't oh, definitely. Like I couldn't direct it, but I think I could be a good guy to have in the writing of it. Not writing it, but being like working with the idea and the story and like connecting everything. Yeah, I think that'd be a great job for me. Like, yeah, don't do that. Do this. Yeah, and exactly that, but with everything, I think that'd be good. I think they well, should do that more. They should get us to help them with it because we know what people want. Yeah, we know I don't what need want. I I don't need a lot of money. A couple of million dollars will do me just fine. Yeah, no, I agree, <laughs> just hundred percent. My ideas come uh, just about. Uh, I want twenty percent of whatever profits you get for this game. Gadoosh. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, no big deal. It's just a small amount of money. Just uh. <laughs> A small line of a million dollars. Um, <laughs> oh, classic. But there was one thing in the economics video. You talked about things like systemic side activities such as, like, referencing the Paris stories, but a bit more, like, in the world, especially in something like Empire. Uh, things like the armor system and shops system and things like that. The one thing I thought you forgot that I would have loved for you to add in was... Uh, headquarters building yeah, and base build. I know, I know. Yeah. you commented it, and I was like, no, I want that as well. And I just yeah. didn't think, like, it completely, like, just was not... I had, like, a list of things that I wanted to include in the video, and I just completely forgot it for some reason. A lot of people were writing that on uh, Reddit, though, so I yeah. think they got it. I th- yeah, I think That's they good. I think they know people. They wanted headquarters like Monterey Joni and stuff like that, so... Mm. That's what I, I was thinking. That's what I said in the comment, and it's like, it's not a big deal in general, but I was like, I was like, come on, James! You should have known it was going to get obviously <laughs> recognized by Ubisoft and they would tweet it out and things like that. But, uh, yeah. So that's, yeah. uh, c- 
cool to know that they're asking things and they're progressing things and they're really aware. And clearly they have the time to do some improvements if they're asking. Yeah, they're, they're not done. They're not done by the, with the game. I think the game is not the game is definitely not going to get released before the, late in uh, late next year. It's not going to be like I read somewhere that people thought it would be released like a shock release, like Primal uh, Far Cry Primal was. It was like a um, reveal stream, and then it was released like a couple of months later. I don't think uh, they're going to do yeah, that like nah, February and March. Not with, not with Assassin's Creed. It's their main game. No. They, yeah, they're gonna. It's gonna be. It's gonna be on E3. It's gonna be on E3. It's gonna release at the normal time. Yeah. Late October year. or something like that. Definitely. Yeah. I hope so. I'm. I'm. Someone. I was talking to someone. Um. Yeah. One of my friends goes. So are you excited? Are you glad that uh they're taking a year off? And I'm like, I cannot tell you how happy I am. Mm. Haven't been this happy about Assassin's Creed in years. Because I'm just like it. It's just gonna be. You just. It's going to be better. It can only be a good thing. Oh, God. You know. Yeah. It's fantastic they're taking a year off, and but, I hope they never go back to yearly cycles like that. Yeah, I agree. No, but they never. They never made a game within a year anyway, because Assassin's Creed Three they worked yeah, on it like but... three or four years before the it was actually released. So I don't know if this means that they actually start let's say they started this development at right after syndicate was released that needed one year to get a two-year workaround but that is not enough right yeah they have but, to have but, started like three years ago or something like well, that yeah well they started they definitely started development i think it was just after black flag so i'd say beginning of 2014 agreed so, Same team. Yeah, but, agreed. but now what they have is they have the feedback from unity which is what delayed it a year but now, since they've okay. delayed it, they can also then get the feedback from Syndicate to change things and tweak things and modify things for the game. So it's not released, because if it was released this year, they wouldn't be able to implement the feedback of Syndicate onto the game. No. They would just release with the feedback of Unity, whereas now they can actually have the feedback of their most recent game to really improve it. And if they keep doing that with the yearly cycle, like, if they, like, you know, I'd say maybe, like, the, the development for the next game has probably begun, I'd say. However, they can get the feedback from Empire to help with the game that comes after Empire as well. So you can always have feedback from the most recent game by giving that, like, break in between rather than releasing it straight 100%. After. Plus, it hugely yeah. benefits the modern day because that's the one part of the story that isn't done four years in advance. No. It, they do it every year. It's a one, that's what they work on once a year. So that's they only have a year to just go, okay, so that was what the last game just did. We're going to go from there. What's next? They don't have two years to make a fucking real modern day and have a bit more of a plan to it and actually make something for it. So the whole modern day aspect to me, if they fuck it up again, you get rid of it because you are fucking mental cases. If you can't figure it out after two years off, you stupid fucks. Like, seriously. But uh, I, I have I have good good hopes for it. For some reason, I just burst out in anger. Then, yeah, but, uh... just a little bit. I get it. It's cool. I get I'm it. Ju I'm just playing with the idea of the way of solving it and removing it. Is that Juno gets everyone stuck in the Animus or the Helix or whatever, and then everyone's hooked in like uh, the Matrix, and no one's getting out. And then every single game from that point on will just be inside this Matrix, so there will oh, never God. actually be. Uh, modern Debbie, unless they suddenly get out, but that might be a way they will actually remove the modern day story. And I think that would be really sad, but I think that's actually a possibility they might go for. I feel like they won't. Be... I feel like, I feel from what Gabe said, 
Gabe said to us, uh, th he said, um, he said they know the direction, like they know what the fans want. So I guess having this two-year break means they can now implement what the fans want. So I hope that that's possible. And as well, um, ah, what's the guy's name? Jeffrey Olam, who wrote Syndicate, said that the inclusion of the Desmond's son slash relative person that was teased in the uh, voice clip you get in Syndicate was it it goes deeper than that it's not just an easter egg but he he couldn't say any more about it and that was on his podcast with luma if anyone wants to check it out um and i i i guess kind of the two things kind of work together so if they know the direction they're going in and this desmond sun thing isn't just an easter egg then i'd say that's the yeah. direction they're going and i think i've said this before it's very possible that like they might do what they did with assassin's creed one to give themselves time is go into the future like because the first game was released in 2007 but set in 2012 so the game could be released 2017 set in you know the 2020s and yeah. we'll play as desmond son when he's older and we'll kind of lead up to that point so they can tell the story how they want to it's very possible i don't know whether they'll do it but um and they can do some flashbacks here and there as well yeah amongst exactly. that of like yeah, how yeah, we yeah. got yeah but have you guys but watched my video a <clears throat> modern day which one? Have uh, you the one I, I talked about what, uh, bringing Desmond Miles, like William Miles, back. Yes, I actually did watch that. Yes, I did. What do you think about that? Uh, I'm not interested in William Miles, honestly. I'm also not interested in any other character. Like, I don't want to act with the Monday. I don't want to play a, a modern day part of the game where I'm actually going out and doing shit. If that makes... Like, that, that doesn't really make much sense. I'll try to elaborate. Yeah, try that. I'm happy if you just play as Desmond's son and you do similar to what Desmond did. You, you're just a part of this story in amongst with other characters. But until I've done more shit, I don't need to go out and, like... Because people, like, you could end up being playing as, um... <clears throat> uh, who, like, who's the... Is it Galena the girl, Galena, the fucking yeah. chicken sim? Yeah, Galena, yeah. yeah. People like you could play as Desmond Sun and Soga, and then so you can actually do some stuff, flash out on a mission as Galen. I'm like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I don't want to actually just for just for the sake of it, be being uh, like doing modern day missions. I want it to be like purpose driven. So mm. I don't. I I'd be like happy. Like maybe if Sun, you're right, if they flash forward, and you know Desmond Sun's 18 and he's been with Abstoga for years and he's like one of their agents and he goes and kills a Templar or something and then he or no sorry he kills uh, an assassin and then he finds out about, somehow about his assassin heritage and it goes from there I don't know like Shit. that might be what a if way he to do kills it? William Miles because he's now the leader of the Brotherhood he's like the worldwide leader now, leader now like the mentor no, he, ret he retired after Desmond they got died. him back they no, came he, back he got back he got back he 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 was in a cave in Norway actually totally he, knew that totally no I knew that I was just testing you guys oh, he's, yeah. he's, back. he's the mentor of the brotherhood now so what mm -hmm. if Desmond's son kills William Moss as a, a Templar agent depends how That'd they do cool. it like it'd be it'd be a really cool way to start off his journey because it'd be so different from Desmond like if he plays like you know, you've been with Abstergo for so long that you are kind of working for them. But if he finds out about his assassin heritage, I mean, it, it's difficult because it's kind of like with Haytham. He grew up as an assassin, then he became a Templar after Edward was killed. Like, yeah. I, like, like he, even though after Haytham grew up, he knew, he learned about his father and was like, wait, my father was an assassin. He didn't then become an assassin. He stayed as a Templar, which 
I find it strange, like, if Desmond's son grows up thinking he's, you know, like a Templar, like, he should kill assassins, if he suddenly finds out, oh, my family were assassins, will he suddenly go, oh, I better be one? Like, if he kill, if he actually kills his grandfather, I think he will because then, oh shit, they made me kill my grandfather. Oh shit, they actually almost, oh mm. oh shit, they have the body of my father. Oh shit, he did this to save the world. Oh shit, Templars try to stop him, and this all these thoughts are running around his head, and then maybe he meets Rebecca and Sean, and like, oh shit, you need to blah blah blah. I think that that could work out if they do it well. Well, um, to the level of which, if they that maybe like. You're right, but maybe not he kills William straight away. That could be something later in his thing. But, you know, maybe he finds out about the assassins through being in Abstergo computer systems and, and finding the Desmond files and stuff. Mm, that's another possibility. I just don't want the first person uh, hacking thing. No, like it would... fuck that. Yeah, I don't want it back. No, of course not. It could be more like something like, you know, you probably have an Abstergo email and all of a sudden you start getting these weird emails through the game. Yeah. That you That'd notice, cool. and, they're, and they're just sending weird messages to you, and that's it. Could just be a side part to the game, like you only notice that if you want to, and then at the end of the game, you get like an email, and they're sending you pictures and files and shit, and it's the assassins. They know who he is, and they're sending him files of like Desmond to try to make him question what he's doing with Abstergo, things like that, perhaps. And um, yeah. you know, like there's the a lot of options. There's a, so many options with this. Like, I'd be completely fine with uh, having the first game being, like you said, in the uh, in Assassin's Creed 1, you, you're stuck at the Abstergo. Like, I'd be completely mm. fine with that. I just want to explore it a little bit more than just walking from my room to the Animus. Sure. But yeah. uh, like, being like, stuck there would be cool. Yeah, I think, I think what they need is, don't elaborate too much. We don't need these modern-day missions and stuff, because that's what we have the Animus for. We have the Animus there, so we can do all these cool, like, action sequences, all these different missions and quests and storylines yeah. and all that. The modern day is there to convey the modern day story and having the gameplay makes you feel like you're involved, like it has a purpose, like you're with this character, you want to progress, you want to like, you ha there's a reason for it, but when you have that disconnect with Unity, Syndicate, just cutscenes and stuff, it, there's no purpose, like you don't care about it, there's no reason yeah. to be doing it because you're not playing it. And I think having Desmond's son as the main character kidnapped by Abstergo, you get to learn more about, like you can then, if, if, you, if they need to, like you can have the exposition of like, you know, uh, Desmond, Juno, the Assassins, Templars, what's happened previously. But also, I think, have it similar to AC1, but we need more cryptic shit. Because that's what was fun in Assassin's Creed about the modern day, was all of the glyphs you could do, like, all the subtleties that were there that kind of linked and pieced different pieces of information together, and you could really speculate about it, and that's what we need back. And I think if they did a similar modern day to AC1 to start it off, possibly, with a little bit more to it and more substance, with a ton of cryptic stuff because i love cryptic stuff in assassin's creed i yeah. i agree i agree and i think i was gonna i'll ask you this nick because i've talked to james about it a lot but to do with what james said with let's say and i agree i think it could just be an abstergo similar to ac1 you could do other things go around uh the, the this area because you, you're more you're not a pri you could not be a prisoner if that makes sense you your animus yeah. is just kind of like a part of your room almost like that's just a daily routine it's you. your work yeah yeah that that's it so Perhaps when the cryptic shit can start with things like your weird, you know, if you go into emails back, like in the Desmond ga uh, games, you'd go into emails and Lucy's emails of Vidix and AC1 and you'd find weird shit, or you had your own emails in Brotherhood and things like that. So if you had uh, an email thing where you're getting weird messages that could start things off and all of a sudden you're noticing things in the Animus and plus you're a sage. 
let's not forget there yeah. could be some really cool mm. playing around with uh, having the Aida memories flash in to the modern day and things like that. And oh, you start seeing shit. visions outside the animus. So it's, there's it's a lot the, of things this guy could have going for him. And let's just say, I just want to say this, let's just say with him being in Abstergo and let's say at the end of the game, like Desmond, he doesn't leave Abstergo until AC2. So there's this in-between time where he's still at Abstergo and can go on the animus. Then you could do the whole 2018 remaster, the Desmond games but we cut out Desmond bits, it's only Ancestor bits, but you add in, the, it's a sequel to Empire in terms of modern day, but not in a big way. Like, the modern day, you're still exactly where you left off at the end of Empire, you're in your room, but you can now just access the Animus and jump into all your DNA, which includes Desmond's stuff, obviously, So because he's your father, or yeah. you're related to him. So you can then play all the Ezio games on Altair storylines, remastered, to some degree, maybe they're remastered, maybe they're That'd just... That'd be a cool cool-ed. way to do it. But, that way, it's a cool way to do it. You kind of continue the story on and hint maybe towards the next game and put some yeah. hints for the next game promoting it. But also, uh, you can play all the old Desmond games and maybe there's Desmond glyphs instead of Subject 16 glyphs and, I don't know, things like that. This would cool add a shit. lot of replay uh, value, definitely. Mm. It gives a story reason for us to revisit those games as well. Yeah. Like with the current state of Assassin's Creed, we have a story reason to go back and play uh, all the Desmond uh, ancestors kind of thing i think that'd be really cool i would really enjoy I, I would actually pay full price for a game like that because of the new added shit and if the um empire actually expands on the modern day and you actually begin something new and you can actually go back and relive things with him instead of desmond i think that i think that would work quite well actually i agree I that, would just also, be... that, that would also welcome a lot of new players in because you don't have to play uh, you don't have to be desmond to uh, or play the old games because you can actually get the new story through It'd this be new a character. Perfect new start because it it starts a new story arc, so it work for new players, but also it welcomes back the old players because it's it's a continuing story because it's continuing yeah. from the Desmond saga. However, it also is a new arc as well, so it's perfect for both. Like Ubisoft, just need to pursue this. I just. Please. The only thing they need to be careful with, and this is why they need to actually have some modern day cutscenes in between games and as things happen. So like when you finish like Brotherhood or you finish two or you finish Revelations, they'd actually need to have some modern day cutscenes with Desmond Sun to explain certain things. Like at the end of AC two, remember Juno uh, not Juno, Minerva says Desmond's name, Ezio talks to Desmond in Revelation. So there's Desmond references in it. Mm-hmm. Mm. So you'd then need to have to explain that in the modern day to um, Desmond's son of what he's like. What the fuck? Who's Desmond? You know but what I doesn't, mean. Doesn't the Animus have like an automated voice that reads out all the archive, the archive uh, of the, Ooh, yeah, uh, the Animus? Could, yeah, you could look up the archive of Desmond once you discover, like once Desmond's son discovers Desmond, like in Assassin's Creed Two, he's like, what the hell is this all about? Like, go into that like Abstergo database, find all the information on Desmond, and that's where he starts to learn about Desmond. That'd be that'd be yeah. Cool. Well, well, it, but that would be tough because it isn't a main game. So maybe he finds out about... Maybe, let's say, story reason, at the end of Empire, he finds out about Desmond. Or through Empire, he finds out about Desmond, blah, blah, blah. That's why he starts going to relive. And he goes and looks up, what was Abstergo looking for when they had Desmond? What kind of things in the Animus did they do with Desmond? And that's why he goes back to relive Altair and Ezio's memories. Because he wants to discover what Desmond learned. 
Mm. Oh, I just, so, I just, I, I thought of something cool. If, if you actually include that in the remakes, where w- when Desmond is referenced, uh, the anime starts talking about Desmond, Desmond, and who he is, and then it's like blocked by someone, and you don't get any more information. It's like you should not authenticate it or not or something like that. But then it would kind of cut out certain story bits for people who've never played them. That's the only worry then. But it'd just be so cool though. I agree. I, I agree with you. But we know that. Whereas yeah, new players might not. So it would probably only make more sense if he's kind of secretly doing this. Yeah. Like the, his whole part of it. He he knows about Desmond. He's like, what did what did my dad or, yeah, what did my dad or does he even know it's his dad or what did this guy find out? He's reliving this stuff. Yeah, you know, there could be some very interesting stuff with the modern day. You don't have to do much. It's just kind of like the, it's almost like the, the title menu where you pick what game you play is the modern day stuff. And he says yeah. a few lines, and there's a, a cutscene or two just to explain itself. And it kind of does a quick recap from Empire of how he knows about his dad, and he's like, I wonder what my dad found out. And it's not, yeah. it doesn't really add anything. It's just like he then learns about Ezio and Altair and Connor. That's yeah. about it. And then you yeah, get the cool. remastered games. But like it's as well, they could add into that is just because you could just be in the same place you were in like Empire, like where you play as Desmond's son, like. Yeah. You'd, be in, you'd be in the same place. They could add a, a couple more cryptic things just for people that bought that game because, you know, if you're buying all the Assassin's Creed games, you're probably into that kind of stuff. So you could add a little bit more in there just to progress the story ever so slightly. Not too much because obviously it's not like a main, main game. But you could have that and then obviously he learns about Ezio, Altair, Connor, whatever they like would do with that and through that kind of stuff with Desmond. And then that would obviously lead on to the Empire sequel kind of thing which would take place next, which would be cool. But there How could awesome. be huge details in these small games or the remaster because Ubisoft love putting really important <laughs> details in their side stuff. <laughs> that's very true. That's so true. very true. Um, yeah. And I just think that's what an amazing, unique way to do a remaster. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, and Because we've, we've talked about this now, James, for quite a while, but uh, this is the most we've delved into it and what you could really do story-wise. Yeah, definitely. We need to turn um, this into a video, kind of like a video a, yeah. idea thing, rather than just discussion well, in a podcast. I think it'd be beautiful. Well, well this will be. Well, I wasn't going to say, but this will be my highlight for the oh. week. So I'll put it up tomorrow. The video where it's just this section, and it'll be a big honey dick thumbnail. It'll be like modern day details, Assassin's Creed Empire confirmed? Question mark. What? That's what I'll say. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I would click that. Yeah, I would too. I would what? as well. Yeah. So. The, uh, there will be a video of what we just said. And then I'll get people to watch the full podcast. Honey duked. Yeah. No, but that's, that's like a great way to do a remaster. And I think that would get a, new, a lot of new fans in. It would bring the old ones back. And it would just be so fun to play it like that. Yeah, I agree. I think it would be phenomenal. Mm. And I'm now, like James said, because we're talking about it again so much, I'm going to be disappointed if they don't do this. I know. Which they probably won't, because we don't even know where, like, is it even in Abstergo? Like, it, it'd take a lot of story to make, like, to the, we've gotten right right now for them to even have the ability to make that remaster sequence that we want. We'd have to really be very on point about what happens in the next game's modern day. I know. Yeah. It's so, it's such, a, like, an accurate depiction we have of what we want. It's just so, like, it's one of them things where it's like, I... I need it to happen, but the odds of it happening are just so low because it's just so specific. Yeah, I know. That, it's so specific. 
But that that's actually one of the reasons that I wanted to make my channel because I I was speculating on AC and what's going to happen for every single game and it never really turned out exactly how I pictured it. Of course, it never does. So I want to share my views and get others to believe it so others are disappointed as well. <laughs> so that's pretty sadistic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that's some awesome modern day discussion. I didn't think we'd get into that. But... Yeah, I just whacked that in the title, Assassin's Creed Empire Modern Day Discussion. Um, did you really? No, yeah, I did, about five minutes ago. Oh, that's smart. That's smart, because you can't do it now, because we've kind of moved on. Yeah, but it's, it, yeah, but... that's just there. So, the next thing I want to talk about is, again, another topic we have discussed, but I wanted to talk to you, uh, to you about it, Nick, because you've actually made a video on it too, which was starting a trilogy yeah. for the our ancestor whoever that may be in empire or the next Assassin's Creed game what are your thoughts on having a trilogy again or multiple games with the same character i i think i think it will happen i think uh, ubisoft are going this way because everything points to it i think they've been building up to this game for a while now and uh i think it's crucial for the series to actually get uh the same character to give Give the players uh, feel feeling of more progression, and you actually get attached to this character because Ubisoft knows that the previous Assassin's Creed games um, have been received okay, and they know that the Assassins has been, or the answers has been replaceable. Like they haven't really, they haven't been loved as well as Ezio, and everyone knows that. So they, they, I think they want to do this, and I think what has been in the leak with uh, Greece and uh, Egypt and. Row makes sense, and that Empire might be the code name for the entire trilogy, and all that. I think that's really exciting, and I think that is something that will happen. Hmm. I agree. I'm I'm very very uh, hopeful for this as well. So, I mean, I modern day would be great. There's a lot to ask, but I think they know what they've got to do. They've now put themselves in the position that they're able to do it. So I just hope that it's Ubisoft done listening to this podcast laughing, going, ha, 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 I can't wait to reveal that it's in 19th century Australia next. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, Tyler's Aussie Adventures. Yeah, I'll just be like, the main character is just called Tyler. And I'm just like, yeah, okay, that's a fair point. Wow. He's just going through the bushland Australia with just his elbows going, and he releases his Tigre. And he's just like, this has magical powers where his hornets can just all sting go sting people, so. No, I'd buy that game. I don't know about you guys, but but the thing, uh, the thing with um, the the leak, which uh, which said Greece and Rome and stuff like that. I made a map. I looked at the map and I actually looked at the cities and stuff. And it makes sense. It's, it was actually possible to travel there at the times of ancient Egypt before Christ and all that, because there were a lot of travel. And I'm talking about time periods and all that. And everything makes sense in AC lore. Uh, and I've been taught. I I think I don't remember who was talking about this, but we were talking about. The Templar splitting with the assassin that there were one organization once. Oh, was that uh, what on do you guys George's think? stream the other day? Yeah, I think so. Wait, so, what's, what? I'm, I'm sorry, I missed. Yeah, we, I missed were, that. we were talking about like the leak said that the, this will be set before the assassin and Templars, but Templars were created by. I don't remember reading by... that. I don't no, remember there reading was... that. I can find it and send it to you. But yeah, uh, can you send the the, the uh, Kotaku uh, story? Yeah, and it was like the ready thread or something like that uh, well, i don't but, i don't i'm not as i don't care as much about the the 4chan guy i care more about okay. the kotaku guy because he's no, the one that the, the last the, three games yeah but the kotaku guy basically said that what like he the reason he did it is because he's like okay well what the guy's saying is true like i've heard the same stuff yeah. so i guess that's why i well, trust actually, the what... stuff that was said in the actual leak itself 
But he didn't. He didn't say. He didn't add to that thing though, because what he did was, and what when you read the article, is when he, when the four chan thing happened or the Reddit thing happened, this guy then went and asked his sources at Ubisoft, "Is this is this true? Is this true?" And then he reported on what he heard was true, and he didn't report that it's set before the assassins. No, but so, he so did report we... on it. Was set in ancient Egypt, right? Yeah, but he also so, he also didn't report on that there won't be a game in 2016, but there wasn't a game in 2016, and the leak was true, like the 4chan one was true. He did but say there wouldn't be a game in 2016. What, which one are we later. trusting, though? Like, I trust the Kotaku guy, because he's the guy who's leaked the last three games accurately. Okay. Well, I, I was Black Flag, the, the Black Flag, Unity, and Syndicate were leaked by the same reporter from Kotaku, the exact same guy. And then yeah. I trust him above a 4chan guy. Obviously, he's corroborating things from 4chan, but I don't know who this anonymous guy is. So no, I'm not true. as much going to go by him. If the Kotaku guy hasn't said it, I'm not saying it's not true. I'm just saying I, I'd, I'd be, I'm happy to say Empire's confirmed because the Kotaku guy said it. I'm not yeah. happy to say it's set before the Assassin's confirmed because of 4chan no. guys. That's all it's I'm saying. It's a big reach, but I think I think it makes a great reboot for the series if they're going for something like that. Because what it, what if it's set before the Assassin's and Templars? Because the Templars, according to AC Lore, was created by the son of Ad Adam and Eve, right? You know that. Oh, yeah. Sure. People say, the son the of Adam is, and though, Eve. Like, with that, is that people say it all the time. Like, oh, the, the Templars were created by the son of Adam and Eve, and then, you know, Adam and Eve were assassins. It's like... But they weren't. Like, they were a similar order, but they weren't the assassins. Like, they didn't go by the name, oh, we're assassins, no. and it wasn't like... Kane wasn't like, oh, we're Templars. Like, people say that all the time in my comments, and it actually it annoys me so much when I'm talking about it. People are like, hey, you know, you know, you know they were back in the time of Adam and Eve, right? The assassins and Templars, like... Well, there were there were similar orders that had very similar ideologies, but it wasn't what? literally the order of assassins and Templars, though. It was no, just, it, was it wasn't. It was very similar. Do you like, want me to I give mean, a quick he... explanation of where this came? Because there's a reason this Cain thing has come up, like as in Cain and Abel, Cain's the first yeah. Templar. That's not the case. And the reason people think this, and I'll give them this, it's because, and people, if you haven't read the Bible, maybe just you need, that's this is where it's come from. Yeah. So in the Bible, Cain was given a mark by God to, after he, because he killed his brother, blah, 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 blah. He was given a mark. And the, no, in the, obviously the Bible hasn't got fucking pictures in it showing this is the mark Cain got, but it just it described that he was given a symbol to mark of what he did. And in Assassin's Creed Lord, they're saying the mark was the Templar cross. That doesn't mean he was the Templar. That's what they base the Templars base their mark from. This yeah. guy, Cain. Yeah. He's not the what? first Templar. He just did no. things. Made, we don't really have the details in terms of Assassin's Creed lore of where uh, of where he went with it or anything like that or how involved he was, if he was at all. But his mark is then what they Templars have used. That doesn't Definitely. mean that he was the first Templar. His mark was just the cross of the Templars. Exactly. That's yeah. all. Yeah. But Adam and Eve fought against the first civilization, right? They wanted to break free and escape and all that. They did. So what if they had an organization, let's say an ideology, uh, ideology that they were following, mm -hmm. and then later in like 500 BC or something like that, this ideology split up into two organizations. That was the Templars. I don't know if it's going to be named that, but it was the Templars and it was the Assassins, right? 
because in 500 BC, the first uh, hidden blade was used by uh, the per Persian assassin Darius or something like that. Sure. What year was it? Uh, I think it was around 500 BC. Yeah, sure. That makes sense. So, yeah. Well, with the... Yeah, because we talked about this before on George's live stream in the chat and everything. The Yeah. Kind of, it makes a really cool, interesting story. Like, I don't know how it would play out with, like, gameplay and stuff, because, like, Assassin's Creed kind of revolves around, like, assassinating Templars and stuff. But maybe it would be, like, an introduction. I don't know. But the whole idea that it's one order, and you see how the order splits. Because Assassins and Templars do have very, very similar goals. But they're, yeah. they're different in, you know, the slightest ways. And you could kind of see how this order is kind of broken up into these two factions that then become, later on, the Assassins and Templars. And that would be a really interesting, That's super way interesting. story. But I just don't, I'm not sure quite how they do it in terms of gameplay. Because, like, what would you be doing in the game? Like, if you're not assassinating Templars, what are you doing while the game's happening? I guess they what, could split it would be up. Like, it'd play. be like a justice fighter. You'd be like a secret society just killing people that are doing bad shit, like political figures or just, like, uh, yeah. um, uh, war generals or, like, you know, military people that are doing, like, you know, rebel people. Like, you're kind of a rebel group and you're kind of a terrorist group, and you know. Your ISIS confirmed. Um, okay, there we go. Assassin's Creed Empire, um, you are playing as ISIS. There we go. So no, I wasn't are basically ISIS, though. Didn't just have okay, well, let's, go, let's calm down. You stuff might be listening. Um, <laughs> so I, w I did want to say this, though, because I, I, I think I actually talked about this with someone else the other day about they asked me, because, again, uh, my, lots of my friends don't play video games, and if they do, they're not as balls deep in Assassin's Creed as I am, so they asked me questions about it. <laughs> Someone asked me, he's like, so is this supposed to be the origin story of the Assassins or something like that? that uh, that's been brought up a lot. That's the question about the next game. Mm, now, yeah. I did want to bring up how dangerous it is if that's the storyline. That does concern me a little. Only because I don't have the question in my head is, how did the Assassin order start? Sure, I'm curious, but think about it this way. It's cool to just, in all the other games, you know, when people talk about how long have the Assassins been around for? And then all we know is... The Order's been around for thousands of years. That's all we know. It's very mysterious. And that's kind of cool about the Order. It's just kind of been around for a long, long time. It's an ancient yeah. Order. The problem with uh, with doing a story about the origin of the Assassins is you are answering a question that doesn't need to be answered. Now, by doing this, you may do a good job, and it's fine. But that does mean you can fuck it up. Yeah, and if you fuck it point. up, you can fuck up the whole franchise doing that story. Yeah. So you better do it good. You know what I mean? Because it's well, not a question. You're you're literally putting yourselves in a dangerous position that you don't need to put yourself in. Yeah. I mean, in terms of your franchise story. They've got. That's all I'm saying. They've got Darby writing it. Assume like we assume Darby's writing it. So, I think I trust him. That's true. I do too. Yeah. No, you're right. I, look, I do too. But it does, you know what I mean? There's still a yeah, risk. You put. You're giving yourself. Risk. You're putting yourself in this risky situation that you don't need to put yourself in but you're right though like like you can make a you can you can have a bad assassin like an answer assassin in any game you can have a bad assassin we'll get over that but if you don't like the guy that's actually founding the whole thing that could be a major problem because if we hated altair that would be that would be a problem right yeah 100%. but we don't hate altair we like him and if you actually hate the guy that created the whole order Oh man, that would be terrible. It's dangerous, very dangerous. Yeah, it's really dangerous. That's a great. I I I didn't think about that. Holy shit. 
Yeah, so that's that's all I was thinking. I'm worried about that because, you know, why even risk it? Why not just, uh, you know, do it? Re- the, maybe the order started 100 years earlier. Maybe you're right early on, but you're not the yeah. first. You know what I mean? You're yeah. the development of the order. It's still growing, but you're not the first one. And you might hear stories about it because it's only recently. Like they talk about the great blah that began the order. You might hear some things, but it's not totally given to you. You don't see everything. I don't know. Even that's a little risky still. Like it's a, there's a lot of risk to that storyline. That's the only concern I have about it. Other than that, it could be very interesting. There's a lot you can do with it. But you're now putting a definition to something that's a cool mystery. And when yeah. you define something like that, you just don't know whether it'll be given. It's like, how did Anakin become Darth Vader? That was a big question from the after the original trilogy. Fuck, you regret asking that question, don't you guys? You got the prequel movies, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you've now defined something that, sure, it's a question, but it's, you know... It doesn't need to be defined. We just know that a, a Jedi became a bad guy. That's all. We, you know, that's a cool, good enough. It's cool that it is a mystery. It's yeah. cool to have mystery. Sometimes you shouldn't answer the questions, mm. if that makes sense. That's true. There's questions guess, that should never be answered. But people will always ask. Like people will always want good. information that about means- about that. But I think good. I think what you're saying about not not telling, just letting it be as is, is uh, is probably better. Yeah, I do agree with you there. I do. Yeah, I think that's that's well. that's the only thing. That's the only thing I have to to say about that really. But could be, I've I've never I haven't thought of the the whole splitting of the order that they started as one order and split it because yeah that's that's also a very interesting way to put it. Mm. But, but just sense. just for saying like that's a big thing to say like that is pure spy- speculation like not any there's not anything that actually backs that up like that's yeah, speculation. Sure. Mm. But it, but it does beg the question of why are assassins and Templars literally polar opposites? Why are they the enemies of one another? How did that start? How did There's so many different secret societies in different Assassin's Creed games as other little societies and through history. How was it that through the years the assassins have lasted so long, the Templars have lasted so long, and that they are the yeah. enemies of each other? They are the main rivals. But this is basic history, though. This is pure basic history. Like, let's say the American Revolution. There were one people, like the British came over, right? Uh, there were some, they were fighting, and then they uh, split into two different countries. Like, this is the same thing that goes over in history. It repeats itself. There's one thing that splits up and becomes two, th- and becomes two things, right? It's pretty simple. So I think uh, the history is the same with the Assassins and Templars. Yeah, I think it makes Maybe. sense. Like it, Maybe it, it, you know, it really d- definitely, definitely possible. It makes sense. Yeah, mm. we'll see. We'll see. You could, you could, you could mention it in Empire. It could be like the some voice or some character that long ago uh, the Templars and Assassins were one, but they were divided, and that that's enough. Maybe that's that's more that's more than like you may as well maybe... make a game about it. Mm, possibly, but maybe don't tell us the whole story. Just let us know that's what happened. Then it's like, oh, that's cool. Because I think it makes sense from like the way you see Haytham and Connor like interact in Assassin's Creed Three. They do have very, very similar. I don't know, kind of very similar yeah, goals. Like even does like shit. Lu- okay, Lu- Lucy. <laughs> Lucy says in uh, Assassin's Creed One to Desmond, she says, "What the Templars want is good, but the way they're going about it's wrong." And I guess that's just a. Uh, preference but um it's it is it is a thing like they both do want peace but the assassins want it through freedom and the templars want it through control so that's the that's the only difference really 
I think it's really funny. Like Connor does this funny thing where he takes over the fort, right? And uh, he and like the uh, and Edward takes over these forts and he hangs up the assassin flag and stuff like that. So they do actually see control when like Edward isn't really an assassin in that way, but they do see control. They want to take over. They want to. They want to. They want to build. They want to lead. They want to control. They they also, of course, through freedom, but still they want to control areas. Like in every Assassin's Creed, you do actually capture forts and uh, towers and all that. So, yeah, uh, that's true. Crazy, crazy. So much speculation. <laughs> Speculation's okay. great. Everyone loves a bit of speculation. I was writing because when I was writing this list, I have so I'm like so shocked at how much Assassin's Creed stuff we have to talk about. And to a certain level, we repeat ourselves a lot. But when we have new guests on, it's cool to get other people's perspective on in big things we want to talk about. But we've talked about a lot of new stuff today with the whole Desmond son going more in depth and the, and this whole origin of the assassins, which is very interesting to me. Uh, like dangerous. I'm not. I don't. Honestly, if you gave me the option, you asked me, do do I want them to do? I'd say absolutely not. But if they do it, it doesn't mean it wouldn't be very cool at the same time. Um. So what else do we have? So okay. So over the past two weeks since the last podcast, um, we talked about uh the economics in James's video on the economics of Assassin's Creed. I've done a top ten things I want in Assassin's Creed Empire. You did. And on that list, I'll just, I might actually get that list up so I can make sure I talk about all the right points and everything. Um, there were some main points, but uh, I wanted to see if you guys agree with me, at least on some of my main ones of those. So in my top, my top two was, number two was third person modern day, which I've talked about already. Number one was starting a trilogy. Like those are my two most important things for it. Um, but one that I've done a separate video on was the return of assassin tombs, yeah. which I'd really like to see. Yeah. What I, I talked to James about this last episode, but Nick, what what do you think is assassin tombs or that not? Again, I've got to be specific again. People thought, but if it's the origin of the assassins, how are there assassin tombs? I'm like, no, no, you're not understanding me. It's a mission type, not actually the tombs are of assassins. It's just like a tomb raid or something. Yeah, I know. You no, I think. Got- yeah, yeah, I want I wanted to return. I want the, the tombs to return. I, I really loved uh, going to. I I love the churches in uh, or the cathedrals in Assassin's Creed too. I love going underground looking for uh, these artifacts or something like that. And I I mentioned this is my video as well as I since I want I want the um, the precursor tombs to return. I think this could be. I think this is more suitable for Egypt maybe in the pyramids. You can have like first uh, sieve tombs and tech. Uh, in the pyramids, under the swings, the secret tunnels, and all that. So I, I de- and for Egypt, it's a perfect setting, and I definitely need it to return. I want it. I did also want to ask because James has done a top. Did you do top five or six, James, of things you want six. in Empire? Six. I six. So okay. your top ones were. I think your first one was modern day, was it, James? Yeah, probably. I believe because I think before I made mine, I definitely watched yours and was like, let's see if I can steal ideas. Obviously, um, and. <laughs> I th- and I was wondering, so Nick, what would be your main important, like let's say top three things you you would you come to mind that's important uh, to you in terms of the next Assassin's Creed game? Like I made a video on this, and I don't want to like say anything different now, but I don't really remember the order of the way I I listed them. 
Yep. So, so if you go back and watch my video, I might say something entirely different. Uh, but uh, I want um, I want third person modern day, um, and uh, I think that was my number one. I think, and uh, I definitely want uh, I want uh, precursor tombs uh, and uh, more first civilization. And the third thing, I think now that I think about it, I I need a trilogy because I need um. I need more than one game with uh, the ancestor. I need for him to grow, to show show me more of his life. So I guess um, modern day third person uh, tombs and more more history, more precursor, more civ, and uh, more to explore. That's my second and third. Like I need a trilogy. Yeah, even like I'm literally on your video. And number three was precursor tombs. Yeah. So Are you that's... watching it now? Yeah, I just literally got it up. I'm just okay. scrolling through because I've got I don't I can't obviously listen to you and listen to this at the same time. So I'm just kind of scrolling through and reading the yeah. actual what are your numbers and number one was compelling story. I think number two was one and day. Number three is precursor tombs and like the compelling story is like a trilogy because you get more invested in it. So it does make sense. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely does. And I think I think I've, I'm trying to scroll through, but I can't. I'm going too fast. Oh. I'm. Uh, anyway, I can't find the other ones, but yeah, no, okay. those are. I think those. Are, it's co- good to know that those are kind of the main things we all want. That's a pretty, just mm. a certain level, a universal certain things that are important to the fan base, at least the hardcore fan base of so a modern day that's important third person, uh, giving us a new character that's compelling, and yeah. is more important than just having one game and that we move on and we forget about him forever but also doing cool side missions and improving the combat. And one of the things I don't think we've talked about much, James, was is having like a brotherhood system come back in. Mm, yeah, a lot yeah. of people what, brought that up, but we haven't really talked what, about it. Yeah, what would you guys want for... What would be your perfect brotherhood scenario, Ooh. like having a brotherhood system, and how would you do it, and why would you have okay. it in the game story-wise? I have, I have a perfect it. thing. Okay, Give me so I think... I don't know if this was on Kill Connor Club, or whether I just said this randomly, but it was... Uh, oh, no, it might have been... Was it something Gabe said? I don't know. It was, like, combined with something Gabe said, but... Oh, no, it was Last Kill Chronicle, I think. It was... You know, like, the missions you had, like, the peg leg missions where you could go to these different areas? Include it in the yep. Brotherhood system, so you go... You take, like, the missions where you train your assassins to go assassinate certain targets this, yeah. with your Brotherhood members. You oh, go yeah. to these different areas, so you go to, like, just a linear section of another, like, country or like, you know, city or whatever, just a, just a small area so they could do it easily. You go with your assassin to assassinate this target, and it just gives you that depth. Like, maybe you could do some investigation beforehand. You know, they're all kind of different. You get to do these really cool different assassinations in these different areas. It gives you glimpses of the places around Egypt kind of thing. And then, um, as well as that, have, like, um, a system similar to the old brother system like you can send them out on missions and stuff like that you can upgrade them give them certain skill types you know that kind of thing just it the simple way it worked in brotherhood and revelations worked really well but then if you give the give the ability to like obviously you can call them in and stuff like that maybe use them for different things like an ac3 like where you could get through sections of guards by having them disguise or you could maybe have them distract. That, yeah. like give them that give them the maybe types of abilities that the factions would have so you could use like their thief ability or you could get them to go in an attack or you could like get them to wait or something or like get let you get through a certain area um, but then the way it's, it worked really simply with Brotherhood, sending them out on missions, you know, to collect resources, do missions, control areas, which then brought in more money for you to work with the economic system, um, that works really, really well. 
And I think just having that brother doesn't back work really well. Like you obviously call them in again, use like the normal way it would work. Uh, customization will be there, but then having that extra layer of when they become like you know masters, you can take them out onto these missions in these different areas to do kind of mini assassination missions in this kind of set space that they give you. I think that would work really well. But I think I think that what's really difficult about that is that if do you do you mean that you're taking you're controlling a new assassin or do you uh, take the assassin with you as you, you take control the, assassin the same with you. character? Be like the ones in Revelations where you assassinate yeah. different multiplayer characters well, the... alongside your Brotherhood yeah. recruit. I like but, it. I love that. But it, yeah, it's really cool. But what if if you got if you're gonna travel from let's say Alexandria to Rome, that would take months, right? Well, yeah, so, but yeah, you I, know, you know, like Ezio you did it in Brotherhood from, with like, the Da yeah, Vinci yeah, yeah, machines. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, did. And then it was then it was in AC3 with the different peg leg missions as well. You go to a bunch of areas, so yeah. I mean, it's definitely doable. Yeah. It's whatever. They'll just yeah. be like, oh, they traveled there on a boat or a carriage or yeah. whatever. They just yeah, it will work. It would be cool. They could also just place of... targets out in the wild. If, if, if they're going for a huge open world in Egypt with deserts and small towns and settlements, they could definitely do it with, with place a target and make like a scenario in a settlement or a town or stuff like that. So they could, they don't really need the loading screen, but I, I think it would be more immersive if you could actually travel. So I like your idea. Yeah, I think... I got a couple questions for you, James, about that. So, ideally, how many assassin recruits could you have in the game? Hmm. Okay. What would so be your number? Maybe I don't want it to be as little as three because I think I I I, I do like how all the recruits had their own personalities and were their own characters, but I don't know whether it worked as well as uh like Brotherhood and Revelations. I don't know. Maybe a mix in between. So you could have like. How many was it in three? Like you could have like five different assassins. Six. Or you could have six. There was okay. six in. Um, maybe that's an alright number then. I don't know. It depends. Maybe your own little group. Like you could have like you're the leader of your group of assassins and they're your recruits. Maybe you're not necessarily a master assassin. You're more like Ezio was in AC2, where you're not you're not the mentor, but you do have like you're kind of high up in the organization by like a midpoint in the game. So you have your your set recruits that do stuff for you and you do stuff with them. You kind of lead that small group you have. So maybe six would work. Wouldn't it be interesting? Wouldn't it be interesting? And I don't actually really want this. I would like maybe six is a good number. But wouldn't it be interesting if it was just one? You had one apprentice. Mm. Like as, and it's a super detailed customization of that guy. You have, And you do quite a, a lot of... And like there's a whole side mission storyline where it's just doing missions with your apprentice. But he's also in the storyline as well. That, that is, depends on where you're starting the story though. Is is your our new assassin starting out as a no one, a nobody? Is he already a well, master maybe assassin? It could, maybe it could be in the second or third game, but it's like a potentially one day, just to yeah. have one. Like you know, what I mean, you were trained, you were the only apprentice of Belek in you know Unity. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? Like in a lot of these games, sometimes you're only trained. That'd be cool. Like that would be, be interesting, a more detailed way to train one guy. Or but honestly, let's say let's put a brotherhood system in. I don't think it should. I actually don't necessarily think it should be an empire. If they do a second game, then yes, definitely. And I think the brother system is great, and I'd like to see it come back, but maybe story-wise it doesn't just fit a beginning of the new character, if that makes sense. It worked great because Ezio's a master assassin, yada, yada, yada. But then again, it does make sense if, let's say it's the origin of the assassin, something like that. So there's various reasons, and story-wise, if it's right for the story, definitely have it, but... 
Um, it, it might not work if it's too early days and you're trying to have a trilogy with this guy, but yeah. I think mm. three, they had too much personality that it didn't feel like that when you did side stuff with them and once you recruited them, all of a sudden they're kind of mindless all of a sudden and they have no personality anymore unless you go sit in a bar and talk to them. Um, and they don't have enough personality in Brotherhood Revelations. Mm. Yeah, but so I, I, I want them to be it, able it to a, die, though. I agree. That's true. I, I, I don't want, be, like, invincible people. Yeah, yeah. that's I liked point. that they were individuals, and they could die in combat. And they had that cool feature where in Brotherhood, when, they di- when like, if you called in your assassins and they died, if you went over to their, like, uh, their, like, body, you could do the interact thing, and then Ezio would do, the, like, the requiescent by chain, like, close their eyes. That was really cool. That was that was cool. I do like, though, at the same time in Revelations, that once they're a master, they can't die. That's cool. Mm, I'm yeah. okay with that. Because I don't want to lo- Once you've got your masters, you did spend time training them. I don't want to then risk losing them after yeah, that, that point. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Like, once they're at a max level. Um, but before that, yeah, they, they can die just like all the others. So I think there might be a cool middle ground where, customize-wise, you can give them... In Revelations, it's good that they had different weapons. Like, you could pick, give them a weapon archetype. Mm-hmm. You should be able to pick what you want. They don't come automatically like that. And I think you should also be able to give them an ability to call in like three, because I loved all the abilities in three. The one was a disguise ability where you're a prisoner. The other's like a gang, like you all walk in together and you go in a brawl. Another's just like a shoot, like a sniper ability. So maybe if you have a few abilities in there, so you can only have maybe six to eight assassins, sounds like a good number. And each of them can have their own ability that the other one, the, so maybe you only have six abilities. So that means you can only, you can double up if you want, or maybe you can only use the ability once for each assassin. Once that guy dies, your next recruit, you can give him that ability. Or it's up to you. you they can all have the same ability. I don't know. But, uh, I think you kind of give them their personality and traits. So you like them. You're like, that guy's my sniper and he has this ability. And there could be combinations of the type of assassin he is, whether he's a, um, a brute with uh, heavy weapons or he's a, uh, an archer or something. And then you give him an ability to complement that. You know what I mean? Mm. So I don't yeah. know. There could be multiple ways to do that. Yeah, it's, but, it's yeah. difficult. That sounds cool. Like how... Like, because you could you could make it as simple as like Brotherhood Revelations, but you could also make it really in depth, and it depends which one works. Because having one kind of sacrifices the other kind of thing. Like when you make it detailed, you kind of have this character that's fleshed out, so you can't have them be like it was in Revelations and Brotherhood, where you could do the certain things you could do, and they can't obviously they wouldn't die because if you have like just a few of them, they wouldn't die because that'd just be dumb. Because then you couldn't get. And if they died, it would be scripted. So yeah, yeah, and if they die, it will be scripted in a mission. Like they're meant to die, they die the same for everyone. Yeah. So I don't know. It de- I don't know how they do it. I just Depending. want the arrow rain to return, like the the special oh, ability it. where with that too. Oh, you could stand there and there were like all these guys around you, and you could like raise your hand, close your fist, and then everyone so around you died. Oh, that's fucking amazing. That was great. So interesting. There's it'd be tough to do. It's de- there's definitely a lot of ways you can do it. I think there is a middle ground, though. I really do, because I I did feel like Brother and Revelations was too simple. There wasn't enough enough depth, and they were just kind of they were just kind of pixels on a screen to a certain extent. Though it was still a really fun gameplay aspect. Same with three. I the, I liked that they were personalities, but it kind of took away as well. So yeah. there is a there, there is a middle ground to be found. I believe. Yeah, definitely. Um. So the next topic. 
because I've talked about your video, James. I've talked about my video. Now, Nick, I want to talk about topics brought from your videos over the past couple of weeks. Okay. Which is, you talked about one of your videos, a possible time period for Empire. Now, yeah. do you want to detail some of some of that video for us? Yeah. Uh, basically, I wanted to find out when they could set this game, and it's in my series, Assassin's Creed: The Leak, which is I I made an overview of the leak, and then I go deeper into everything. So that's based off the leak, because you do have in Black Flag, you have the 13th century, I believe, in Egypt and North Africa. Or 15th century or something like that. Uh, but I, I based it off the leak and I went into the lore and I tried to find when it would take place. And it was kind of interesting what I what what I found. Okay, I so what what were the what were the dates that you kind of looked at? Was it something that you felt like that's yeah, this is where they're gonna set it, or it's like this would be a cool time to set it? I, I think I think we might see the Persian Empire and how they invaded Egypt and Greece. Uh, and stuff like that, and that is around 500 BC because that was the first time they used a hidden blade, and it makes sense if it's going to be a prequel. Uh, it's also it's also cool if it was around around year year zero uh, with like 40 or 50 BC and 20 um, and year 20 because it would be um, the the emperor uh, Augustus from. Um, Rome and how he invaded Egypt and took over and uh, how Alexandria was killed by the assassin Amunet. And uh, so so I think it, it's either 500 BC or around year zero. Okay, yeah. that's I do like the 500 BC because it still fits into the lore, the first hidden blade. You can't have an Assassin's Creed game without a hidden blade. I'm sorry, it can't be done. It's fucking bullshit. Um, and I also think... Having something like the Persian Empire, where one like was it Unix or was it James that said literally in this podcast before that Empire could be the codename for the trilogy, not just the game. Oh, Nick yeah, that. I I said that. Yeah, I said so my, that, that was my first video. Okay, yeah, so that that's a possibility, and that's a very interesting idea too, um, because it could encompass the, the where the historical. Uh, setting is and maybe you don't go to ancient Rome maybe Persia could be the third or second game and Greece could be involved and there's a reason to go to each one and it could be because maybe the Persian Empire is filled with um, Templars and the and their their I don't know you you'd explain it better because you, you so you've done your research into this I'm guessing I yeah assume. yeah but I think it's funny because if if it's actually Empire and Empire is the Conan I think it makes more sense to bring the Roman Empire in because then you can actually let's say uh, Augustus was um, um, a Templar. You could actually go after him because because I think in the lore he's killed by an assassin, and I don't think it says who. I'm not really sure. So okay. uh, it might say who, but uh, then again, you could actually travel uh, through Egypt and Greece and Rome and end up killing him. I think that would be a cool trilogy, um, and it makes sense to call it Empire. What do you think? That's true. That's true. But then wouldn't you wouldn't your game need to be well, so you're saying a whole trilogy, which I'm guessing if they do a game every two years, so that's about four years, four or five years of building up to kill one guy? You, you obviously killed... Uh, I mentioned that at some point, didn't I? Yeah, you did, actually. You yeah, traveled through... Yeah, you like, said that in you your video. One, one main Templar that you build up to kill. Like, the only thing I said, like, when I was kind of bringing it up is kind of like, you know, you'd have, like, 
it'd be like, oh, you have to play all the games, and that way Ubisoft would lose out. But it's like, the idea itself is cool. Like, imagine, like, playing through, like, the entire trilogy to finally take out this main guy that you've been working these different cities to get to. I think it'd be super rewarding. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Hey! Hey, um... man. <laughs> Interesting. I like this. I'm, see, this is why the podcast has been so... I've loved the last couple of weeks. I've actually enjoyed talking about Assassin's Creed. It hasn't been a chore anymore because yeah, earlier this year it's been a chore and we were just having fun talking shit, which is always fun and it will, will forever be fun. Um, but it's good. I'm glad to have some Assassin's Creed discussion back that's interesting. Um, mm, yeah. it, it, it builds up hype and maybe, you know, I think James, you say it best all the time, you know, sometimes the best thing is the hype. Sure, yeah. the game might not be great, but we had fun before exactly. the game came in. Exactly. The amount of fun we had hyping up Unity was amazing. We literally made the Kill Connor Club trying to hype up Unity. Like, we did so much yeah. cool stuff and everyone got super excited and it was great. It was amazing. But the, the game, the game turned out pretty fucking terrible, but you know, we had a good time, so it's alright. We yeah. had a good, we did have a great time. So that's and we've got heaps of time to build it up. So there's a lot of fun to be had. So you know what, like, maybe the game will be shit. You know what, maybe it will be, but let's just have some fun beforehand at the at the very least. And uh, extra bonuses if the game is fantastic or at least pretty good. You know. Definitely. But I feel I feel like the the game in itself is doing a really good job when it actually makes us discuss it this much and actually makes us speculate because it means that we're so invested in the story and i've been i've been sitting for hours with my friend that's also crazy addicted to assassin's creed and we'll be talking theories and although we've been doing this for five or six years or something like that we we do it every single year and we love it Mm. Uh, so i was this actually brings up an interesting point um i've never talked about this in the podcast before like uh, I guess when it comes to Assassin's Creed theories, like, did you guys have, who was your go-to person? Because I assume being hardcore fans, doing YouTube videos, you've had a person that whilst playing the franchise that you go to is your go-to person to talk about it with, like theorize with. Is that your guy, Nick, that you were just talking about? Yeah, yeah, that's my friend. We're talking about everything Assassin's Creed. Uh, Those discussions can be insane. Like, I guess I had it with my brother, uh, Harlan, as well, but he was never as into it as I was. Like early days, like in the SH early time, I would talk to him, but I was always way, way, way more invested. I had um, James, you know, you, well, you know of my friend Corey, who's uh, I went to Italy with and everything. He's the one that I, we kind of became friends because of that, because Corey's like three, four years older than me, um, and you know, there's a big age gap because you know we became friends when he was like when I was like sixteen. And he was 20 because we used to, we met through work and we used to work together a lot and we became really good friends. He's one of my best friends today because we used to talk about Assassin's Creed at work. We'd get through the day because, you know, we were working in a kitchen and during like prep time when no one else is around, it was just me and him all day doing prep until service started. We would just talk about Assassin's Creed and it was before Assassin's Creed 3 was when I first started working at this place. So there was so much hype during that time, and he was like my go-to person. That's actually how we became friends. Ended up going to Italy because of Assassin's Creed together in 2014. So it was kind of really interesting what Assassin's Creed can do in terms of that. Yeah. It was yours um, Gerg, James? Probably, yeah. I'd say George and Luke, but neither of them were as into Assassin's Creed. I mean, George was, 
definitely still is but i i'm still like kind of it's it's like when you know all this extra information that normal people don't know and you try and bring it up and they're like oh what what are you talking about and it's like oh uh, what yeah it's, it's I mean, yeah, I, I, like that's what's good about the podcast is the fact that we're all kind of on the same level of knowledge here mm. like we all kind of know yeah. everything um so Audel yeah. will disagree with that comment completely but um i think <laughs> I, know, we know I, know, everything. I know every i know everything and if he says otherwise i'll release my tigre on him so let's just, <laughs> yeah, yeah definitely but but i remember like i'm i'm probably more into assassin's creed than my friend but he's he's he likes it really really a, a lot basically but i remember playing syndicate because i'm like yeah, I'm, I'm this guy that wants to do everything i want to experience everything i want to find everything and when i when i found the audio log mentioning like uh uh, like Desmond's son, I was like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. I ran through him to my phone and I called him up and like, guess what I found? <laughs> and we're talking on the phone for like half an hour, half an hour, hour. We're just talking about Desmond's son. He was, and he was like, dude, I'm at work. I gotta go. I'll be right there after work. And he came up yeah. and was like, watching it again and talking about Assassin's Creed. So I, I, I mean, I love it. Yeah, that's fantastic. I that's, was, that's I literally just... that's literally when I found it. That's literally what I did. But I just like spammed Tyler on Facebook and woke him up because it was yeah. like the middle of the night for you. And because of the time just... differences. Because <laughs> we were both just freaking out, and then you just hopped on Skype and we just recorded that like half an hour Kill Chronicles special where we just talked through everything. That was. Um, that was, that was I just checked it. That's on thirty-two thousand views. That little podcast special as well. Well, you're welcome. Yeah. Well, no. Thank you, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was eight months ago. That was ages ago. Um, yeah. That that was. Uh, well, that like you said, it's that's a cool thing about the podcast now because James is my go-to guy to talk about now because there was that point where I still um, am still so into Assassin's Creed, whereas Corey, I don't know, just less so. He still plays him, I think, but he also I live in different way different places to him now like we don't work together anymore he lives in a different state i live in a different state so uh james is now my go-to guy and 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 someone that's just as obsessed as i am because of all that you know youtube money and everything you know it benefits but it's it's funny like to think when i think of assassin's creed i'm like well it's definitely not my like i can't even say whether assassin's creed is or isn't my favorite franchise i don't even know anymore it's just my job it's just my job. My job is Assassin's Creed, and I just I, there's no franchise I know more about than Assassin's Creed. It's not even close. But is it my favorite? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. It's kind of like I love I love to hate it. I hate to love it. I love it. I hate it. It's all those emotions all together at once. But yeah, it's um that's why I love the podcast, and that's why I like talking about Assassin's Creed now because it's been. It brings back a lot of memories because I used to do it all the time. And it was one of my favorite things to do was theorize and talk about Assassin's Creed and everything. So it's cool yeah. that these last few podcasts, and, and I'm sure we'll keep going forward until Empire comes out uh, or is at least announced, you know, to be able to have those discussions that are really just cool, speculative, and make it fun again. Mm. Yeah. Because they're, yeah. they're what make games great. Like, when you really look down to it, what are the best parts about games? Most of the time, it's the excitement and talking about games with friends. Yeah, yeah. It's the you know, it's the shared the shared collective and the shared knowledge and the 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 experiences you get when talking about it. And I think I think every game that has multiplayer is better when playing it with friends because you can talk to your friends while doing it. Uh, but Assassin's Creed is the one franchise that when I play, I want to sit by myself, 
No one, no one's going to disturb me, and I'm going to experience what's happening on the screen. And when I shut it off, then I can talk to people. That's it. That's why I can't yeah. do walkthroughs when I play it for the first time. That's why I admire James a lot because yeah, I, he can I could do never that. do that. Neither. I just can't do it. I can do it now after doing my Assassin's Creed 2 Let's Play and stuff because I played it 15 times. But first time, holy shit. I mean, it did kind of ruin Unity for you, James, because you never ever played it properly and had a real experience with it until a year and a half later. Mm, it, I think the thing is with that, I was getting into the swing of like recording. Like, I don't know. It's strange. Like when I played Syndicate, I played that perfectly. And like whenever I do it now, I kind of just... What I what I what I do is rather than thinking about the video first, it's like, well, I could either not do this at all, or I could do it and do it how I would do it. And I've realized that when I watch a lot of other people play, it's way more fun to watch them just play the game how they would. So what I do is when I record now, like with Empire, what I'll do is I'll do a let's play and I'll just like put on the game, I'll introduce it, I'll just play through the game like I would. I'm not gonna try too hard with like trying to be entertained, trying to do this. It's just me playing the game so people can see my reactions kind of stuff. So that way I yeah. can completely enjoy the game as well as then also letting other people know what I thought of it while I was playing it kind of thing. And I, I think that's fun. I like doing that. That's a good way to do it. That's actually a good point. I never really put it to that way. Because whenever I do it, I'm like, have to make dick jokes and, you know, shit like that. <laughs> and just have to be fucking funny and just, uh, just stuff like that. So the, I always put pressure on myself. And I know you do, but that's a better way to do it, at least for, the f for when you do recordings of, like, your first playthrough. Mm, yeah. So... That's actually way better because there are times where I get to points and I'm like, man, I wish I recorded the reaction to that bit. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Yeah. I have all my reactions from uh, Revelations. I have from Revelations oh, onwards. Shit. I have all of them recorded because I have. I did have my entire reaction to the whole of Revelations, but when I was trying to get partnered, I didn't realize how the match third party worked. So I was like, oh shit, this all has match third party. So I deleted like hundreds of my videos, like my entire AC one two brotherhood and revelations let's play is gone um but i do have the last episode of revelation still saved on my channel somewhere and you can just see my reaction to it and i'm just freaking out and it's just the most beautiful thing ever yeah. and uh, when the credits rolled i was like no what and i just start i'm just like clapping and i'm just like that's that's just perfect it's just so great the end of revelation is the greatest moment in assassin's creed history it was fucking beautiful hands down hands down like i i remember I I, uh, I made a video about Assassin's Creed 2. I don't know if you've seen it. Or I was just ta uh, talking about it. I know you, James. Sorry. Uh, but mm. I remember when I was making it and watching it back, all the gameplay, I, I literally got chills. Like I got goosebumps on my arms because that moment with Ezio is so beautiful when he starts to understand, oh, shit, this is big. Mm. I definitely that did the first uh, seven times I played it. Now it's just kind of I'm desensitized to it. I've played it so much. It got me, you know, you know when Revelations got me was uh, Elva's been playing them all and she started streaming with Revelations and now she's like streaming them all. And she streamed Revelations yeah. and when she finished the game, she literally cried on the stream. Like, because really? Ezio was like, cause really? e like, it's the end of Ezio, like it ties everything together as well. And I got shivers again for like the first time in like years. I was like, uh. this is Assassin's Creed. I just remembered how it felt when I first did it. It was just uh. the best thing ever. It was so great. I feel bad for missing that stream now. You can still find we'll it. Go, we can on, go back and watch you, I'm can, a... you can go watch it. I want to go yeah. watch Elva cry and I'll have a laugh. <laughs> 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 uh... no, I, Tyler, I just think it's funny because you're saying that Assassin's Creed is your job, right? Yeah. And, I, and I've been making this because it's my passion. I love to do it. I don't even monetize my videos because I work full time and I don't want to be distracted by any numbers or money coming in. 
and uh, yeah, and I I just do this with pure passion. But I I want to see because you've been doing this for how many years now? Four, five, six? Yeah, not quite five, like four. I've, years. I've been doing it for yeah. six because I started. Okay, right. Three to, three to, I've been I, four, I've been yeah. doing it for five weeks or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, I, I want to see myself in let's say five years. Mm. How will I be then? Will will this be just work for me, or will it still be passion? I'm really curious. Well, it about is that. still. See, the thing is, I think the reason we still do it is because we are super passionate about it. But like, it's strange. Like, it's like, it's it is our job to do all this, but we love doing it because it's so great. Oh, yeah, yeah I think that's what. Yeah, the best way I can explain, dude. I I work full time, and I'm also a full time student. I have the I've I'm so fucking busy. I have zero time in my life, but I, there is the only thing that keeps me sane and that keeps me going when I go to uni and when I go to work is this fucking channel. I'd probably have fucking depression if I didn't do this. This yeah. keeps me fucking sane, man. I love it more <laughs> than I've ever loved doing anything in my life. In all honesty, I've never said that before. There is nothing I love more than doing YouTube. I so agree. when I say it's my job, that's the in the best meaning of the word. As in, I would do, love nothing more than to do this full time and not have to work full time and not be a student. Yeah, because this is what this is like my dream job is to play my favorite games and talk about them. But when I say it's my job, it's because I, to me, it, I'm obligated in, in a good way, and I am, it, I'm privileged that it is my obligation, and I feel that it is my duty at this point that people are counting on me to do things yeah so in that sense for doing it for so long it went from i did it because i love it and i mean it's not like i make enough money to uh you know not have to i still have to work full time it's not paying my bills or anything it just get no. i can buy video games and i can do amazing cool things but and i never thought i'd get this far but when i say it's a job it's because because of the game it is like uh why do i know everything there is like why do i know so much about assassin's creed well because i need to because it is my i feel that it is my duty to know it because i need to be uh, a, a reliable person i need to be a reliable source and i to do my job well i need to do things whereas things like skyrim which is my favorite game of all time i know it doesn't mean i know as much about that game as i do about assassin's creed because i play that just for pure enjoyment and just for you know my own leisure time assassin's yeah. creed to me is more important to that than that yeah, it doesn't I mean it. I like it better, it's just more important to me. It means yeah. way more to me. So when I say it's my job, it's in the best way. It's because it means more than any other game because of that. You saw that that's how I... Beautifully. That was great. Yeah, that was great. So hopefully that kind of explains to people, like, uh, yeah, why, why I do what I do. And I think James is probably very similar to me in that yeah. sense. I am. Isn't... Yeah. Definitely. I mean, at the end of the day, my main goal, I'd love nothing more than to have my channel be so big I don't have to do anything else because this is the, yeah. Yeah. It's my favorite thing in the world to do. I agree. Yeah. So, yeah. Hands down. And I'm glad, and I'm glad yeah, something, someone like you, you know, has come along. And it, that's the best way to start, man. Just because you love it and you want to do it. And I, it's only going to get better from there because the, yeah. and it's going to happen quicker for you than it did for either of us because of how fast you're growing to get some of the most rewarding things in your life. Because, uh, and this isn't going to sound egotistical, it's just because of what you've said to us today 
and how I felt about someone like Luma and Escoblades is to when I got to talk to Gabe, when I got to talk to Luma, it was like a dream come true to do that. And I never thought in my life, as even though I watched those guys and I thought, I'm going to do YouTube, I'll totally get one day big enough. Like, that was a dream. I didn't, I don't know if I really ever thought I would. So when it happened, it was surreal and I was on, it was one of the best things ever. So maybe it's similar to you right now. Yeah. Which is like you wanted to start YouTube and you thought definitely you could do what you're doing right now and be where you are right now as quickly as you were. But even though it's happened, it's still kind of like, holy shit, is this real that I'm talking to Tynamite and Laser? That sounds so, I hate saying that right now. I know it's it's hard to say, but but, but it's actually like that. Like I, I've been watching you for, for a long time and I, I started this channel because I wanted to do it myself i wanted to actually contribute i wanted to share i wanted to have fun and uh being a being on here and talking to you is it's such a great time and i'm i'm enjoying myself a lot right now and i think it's amazing to actually get this opportunity yeah and that's 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 all it's about man it's just about sharing it's about creating and uh the community people i've met like you know, James is, I've never met James in person once, but he's one of my closest friends still. I talk to him almost every day. You know what I mean? Like that's, never thought I'd do that through YouTube and stuff. Like that's yeah. crazy. So, and also people like Ethan and George and stuff like that and Asim and all these people. And I'm sure the longer you're around, we're all going to become really close friends. And the people that watch that aren't even YouTubers that I feel close to. It's insane, yeah. the community that's here. And I love it so much. You have and the people for, that's that's here every day, here on all videos, and that really does a lot and supports everything that everyone does. And the the fans, or I, I don't want to call them fans because they're actually contributing. They're really smart people, many of them. Are like yeah. the people that watch your videos are watching me now, and they're commenting to me, and they're giving me feedback, and they're actually supporting me. And I think that's great that the community is so open. Yeah, they're they're the best people, and that's why I, when I say I don't feel any different to any of them, I I I know that sounds like sure you don't, hundred percent true, because I feel like when I talk to I don't feel better than anyone when I talk to no. to someone in the community that comments on the videos because they have they're doing the same thing. I'm just someone that yeah. brings up a topic and talks about it, and the comments are what's really important. Yeah. what everyone else has to say and then i get to reply to that that's what's actually important and that's what's fun. i'm not any better you know i just get to have the voice and with more subscribers with more views i just get to talk to more people and they get to talk back and tell me i'm a fucking country kill myself and everything but that's fine you know <laughs> yeah i'll release my i'll release that's my tea tray on them and, and my hornates. classic tea then your, so. uh, your mother-in-law will run after you or run after them after the tea tray after the Tigray, <laughs> and then the Tigray will will kill her, and not you know that's crazy. Uh, inside jokes, <laughs> nice. Perfect. But but um. yeah, so I think all in all, fucking love the community. <laughs> I do. Community. I really the do. The community is fucking beautiful. I love this community. Yeah. It's fantastic. I don't know how even like where did everyone go? Do you think everyone like the community was there, and we kind of started, then like they came to us, or do you think we like kind of made the community a thing? Because I mean, like, there wasn't... When we started with our, kind of, like, Unity stuff, um, like, me, you, and Joe, Tyler, do you... Like, yeah. was there an Assassin's Creed community there? Because Luma and, like, Esco had gone to Ubisoft, and, like, Luma was kind of doing what he's doing now. There wasn't really as much, like... What, like, do you think maybe there was just an opening for Assassin's Creed, and we just kind of took it without realizing we took it? 
we I when I look back honestly and I don't care if I sound egotistical because I mean I, I, I only say things because I, I think that's true and I think that the first Kill Connor Club podcast was the beginning of the community as a real close-knit thing and it's not just a and it is an open one like anyone can join anytime and the more you're around we'll know who you are and everything but I mean as in such that it's now a group of people that work together rather than a group of people that talk at each other mm. And yeah, it, because cool. it went away, I used to, I started YouTube because I was watching an Assassin's Creed community and I felt like it disappeared. And then it was just a bunch of individual people. Whereas now it is a thing that's so close that all us YouTubers are friends, good friends and get along. And we're friends with people that comment in our videos. So it's, uh, it, that's it, man. Like I think the first Kill Connor Club with Yumi and Joe was like the beginning of it. Cause I never had like you know, f close friends that I did videos and collaborations with on YouTube. So, I mean, it's so awesome how far it's come and, and all the other podcasts that people do and all the other videos that people make. And, you know, it's not just us, but, you know, it's cool that we got to be at least uh, a big part of it, you know? Mm. Yeah, I think it's, I still think it's so, it's so crazy how Ethan became such a big part of the community. Like, he literally just commented on every one of my videos. And just because I recognized him so much, I brought him up. And then all of a sudden, like, I don't even know what happened. He's just, like, he was just one of the main people in the community. Like, all of a sudden, it was mental. Like, I just yeah, I still I... don't even know what happened there. But And then I, I had him on the Sick of Tynamite. And then, because I yes. wanted to, I'm like, I need to get to know this guy. I need to know who this Ethan guy is. He started a channel, and he's commenting on 20 comments in every video. And now he's one of my closest friends. And it's just it's bizarre. So happened, I don't it's... even, I don't even remember the community without Ethan. So it's kind of like, um, and I loved the sick of time my podcast I did with Ethan. It was so funny. And I'm like, this guy's hilarious. Like, you know. Yeah, that, was, uh, that was a good stick of time, mate. There's a. And and then I mean there was even the sticker time I did with you James because at the time we couldn't be Kill Connor Club because Joe wasn't there but when you look back on it those sticker tournaments are like bonus Kill Connor clubs yeah. because it was just you and me and stuff it's funny and the, the whole first, there's all inside like, jokes mm, that was like the first kind of I don't know it was because we did that we did that Unity Cop video we did the um which is awesome that's a really funny video that was a great video and then we also did the obviously the first the birth of the kill chronicle episode zero and then yep. we did sick of time it was after that right just like straight after that or was it no no we did the first kill chronicle and birth. then okay and then the stick of dynamite yeah that stick of time so we did was the... great and it's funny when i look back on it and i uh, and this is not, maybe it's maybe it's bad that i say this but uh i liked when we talked about assassin's creed you me and joe like the first episode zero was awesome and the first one was really great but it was only about 50 minutes long because that's all we had to say mm. and they were always good but i realized after just having podcasts it was just you and me i'm like i get along with this guy better me and him have something there there's some cool like work work relationship yeah. there so i kind of was when joe was leaving well joe had really left even by that point um he wasn't doing videos but he was still around but i i wasn't uh, I wasn't upset that Joe Joe left, in all yeah. honesty. And it's another one of the first times I said this. Joe wasn't doing videos anymore. So, like, if he was still doing videos, I would have been upset. But he was, wasn't doing videos. He wasn't really that invested in. I wasn't upset when he left because I thought the podcast 
with me and James could still be amazing. Yeah, I, amazing. I didn't I didn't think that without Joe it's gonna die. I thought this is a different gonna be a different thing, but it's gonna be fucking awesome all the same. Yeah. But well, I think I, I pop wait, wait, I, wait. I just think if the podcast between you work really well, like the two of you have a really great you have really great chemistry and it works so well and it's so comfortable to listen to anywhere. So uh, on the train, on the bus, at home, at live. So I think w- what you've been doing is really great, and you should just continue with you two because you work great. You work great together. Mm. That's true. Hear. Like it's, <laughs> like it's good to hear like feedback because I think like just the two of us work way better than it was with just the three of us. Like with me and Joe, I think that just two of us made the it, the podcast definitely improved. Like we did so much stuff after Joe left. And like I don't, yeah. it's not it's not necessarily because Joe left, but I guess because Joe left, me and you like pursued it way more because me and you wanted had to an do opportunity. it a lot. Whereas Joe was kind of just there. It was kind of like because sometimes yeah. he didn't even show up. Like we'd organize something to do, like a podcast, and then we'd show up, and Joe was just like nowhere to be seen. It'd be like, okay, we'll do it ourselves. Yeah, we'll just. Um, yeah, and I was like mm-hmm. the classic Tyler being a pusher. Um, like, come on, come on, James, let's just do it anyway. Let's just do it anyway without him. Oh, can we do it without him? I'm like, yeah, sure we can. And I'm sitting here thinking we can still make it. We, this this could be yeah. better. Who knows? It's gonna be different. And you know, it became now we do it a bi-weekly. We gave it a schedule, and it it, it keeps evolving. And the podcast by this time next year is gonna be completely different to what it is now. The same as this time last year, the podcast is completely different. You know, mm. it's it's gonna keep evolving. It's ever evolving and ever improving. I think, and that's why it's always going to be popular within our, our community, and that's why there's always gonna be people listening to us because it's never gonna be the same thing every week. Mm. That's true. So that's us bragging about ourselves for half an hour. Um. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if I can talk about me a little bit, you know the friend I was talking about that I um, I was um, talking to Assassin's Creed about? Yeah. Like yeah. about Assassin's Creed, yeah. Uh, he's, uh, he's actually watching now, and he's never really? watched uh, your videos before. So. Oh, snap. How's it going? What's his name? Uh, you can't pronounce it. <laughs> it's uh, Tietip. It. It's what? Tietip. What? That wasn't a word. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's not a word. But, but uh, just say, just say hello. 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 Hey, Nick's friend. How's it yeah. going? <laughs> so he's actually watching. So uh, he, he think, yeah, he think it was a cool podcast. He liked the modern day stuff. So can you, can you say his name again? Seattle. That's not a name. Real quick. That's just by the way, that's not an actual name. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, so insulted. Ner- I apologize, but uh, <laughs> oh, wow, I, I, you're right. I could not pronounce that. I couldn't even understand. Yeah, no, you that. can't. You can't. It's impossible in English. Yeah, you, you, wow. can always, you can You can. You can always say it's almost like saying kettle, but with an I and L at the end. So that's pretty cool. We'll call your friend. Uh, kettle? Best... Yeah, kettle. kettle. Hello, kettle. Kettle. Welcome. That's his. Nick, that's his nickname now. Kettle. On, uh... There we yeah. go. Yeah, your nickname is Kettle, Nick's friend. Nick and Kettle. <laughs> Nick, and, Nick Kettle. and Kettle. That's, that sounds like a cartoon show. Yeah, I like it. So it what, should what be. Is... It should be a cartoon show. <laughs> are you going to play a game or just keep on blabbering? I, what the fuck are you talking about? Can you stop swearing? Who the fuck is this? This is a podcast, motherfucker. And I say whatever the fuck I want. Oh, God, that's fantastic. 
God damn it. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> oh, classic. I'm just now trying to catch up on the chat. After When yeah. we blab on for a while, I was like this, almost like this small where we're kind of a bit quieter, talking yeah. a bit slow between each other because we're like, oh, yeah, there's a chat and there's people talking. Yeah. Is this yeah. podcast pre-recorded or is it actually live? Well, it, it's live, buddy. It's, it's pre-recorded. We just that, we yeah. we knew you'd say that, so yeah. we're saying it right now. Listen, listen, guys. I, Cameron Julian is I like in seven months' time from when this podcast is recorded. He's going to ask if it's live. What what do we tell him, guys? What what do we say? It's not live. We recorded this live. before I made my channel. We recorded this in 2015. Um, in 2006, before... What do you guys think is going to be in Syndicate, guys? Do you think we're going to get a proper modern we day? We were just. Like... Pre- I, I we think it would be pretty good. bad. I think it would Bishop Bishop say, hello, Initiate, fuck you, or something Whoa, like that. that I think that's going to be pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> hello, Initiate, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. I do hate Bishop, though. That would be... Wouldn't it be great if she died? I, I named one of my uh, drowsies in uh, Pokemon Go, Bishop. Oh, I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> fuck Bishop. She deserved it, though. Oh, really? What? She's in my channel trailer. She should be fucking happy about that. Because she's in my channel trailer. And she's an awful... Really? Yeah. Hello, initiate. We need to find more artifacts. Fuck you. Oh, shit. A time anomaly. You need to jump (laughs) to whatever time I want you to go to, you fucking twat. (laughs) You fucking twat. Oh, Oh, God. God. I love how everyone was really pissed. When I did my... What was it? Top, no, it was top three things I don't want to see in Syndicate. And number one was, like, Bishop as a joke, and everyone got really <laughs> triggered and angry at me. Tri- they got triggered because you yeah. don't like Bishop? Who likes yeah. Bishop? I don't know. No I guess one they does. were just expecting what? a relevant point, but there was nothing relevant. I just made a joke. It's like when I did um, five things I don't want to see in Empire or something, and one of them was... Um, oh, no, uh, five things... Oh, I don't know. Oh, five things removed from Assassin's Creed games, and point number five was they removed the faces in Assassin's Creed Unity, and everyone got really <laughs> angry at me because it wasn't a real point; it was a joke. Yeah. Um, That's nice. I'm am just gonna throw this in there. I don't think we have time to talk about it, but uh, Bishop is definitely dead side confirmed. Is that true? <laughs> it's not true, but I think it is. Dead sec confirmed. I uh, think she's w- dead sec. Wouldn't it be? In- would there be any crossovers? Do you think in the future between those two? I don't Definitely. think there really ever be a major one. Nah. There no, a but major the, one, we though. we did kill the uh, leader of um, Star Entertainment, Entertainment though. Yeah, the CEO Olivier Garneau, or whatever his name is. Yeah. That's my friend. So that's Jackson, pretty cool. Um, that is true. We did do that. We did. I personally think someone brought this up before. I don't know. Was it Ordle? I might be giving false credit here, but I think. Uh, DeadSec is the equivalent of like the modern day thieves guild kind of thing working kind of in the assassins favor but not necessarily assassins themselves kind of thing yeah that's definitely what i think and i think bishop was recruited because i think hey sean hastings says uh i don't know if you've talked about this but i think he said somewhere or wrote it in her profile that they didn't really know where she came from only that she was a really good hacker and she was recruited by the assassins or something like that so her coming from DeadSec makes sense that's very interesting. Yeah. Maybe. Possibly. Uh, Maybe we'll see something in Watch Dogs 2. Do you think we're going to see some hints for Empire in uh, Watch Dogs 2? We already have, maybe. haven't we? Yeah, we already saw Remem- the Empire thing. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, think that's it's pretty possible. huge, actually. I think it's very They're possible. just like, 
giving us the big middle finger and laughing. Look yeah. at this. We're just going to put Empire on his phone and make them all go insane. Yeah. I personally I... think we maybe we'll get some stuff because there was a lot of stuff about Abstergo in Watch Dogs 1. Maybe we'll get to learn more about, not a lot more because obviously it's not an Assassin's Creed game, side stuff, you know, all that. Maybe we'll get little tippets about Desmond's son in Watch Dogs 2. Maybe Abstergo will mention yeah. him in an email somewhere or you get like a text message. That'd be cool. Like just little hints to things to do with the modern day. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be fucking amazing. So, did you guys see someone tweeted this to James and I yesterday that Victoria Atkin, mm -hmm. uh, the actress who played Evie Fry in Assassin's Creed Syndicate, is working on something for Assassin's Creed and was out in the uh, Utah desert. That's well, not actually she, called a desert. She, but... Is that what that was? I just thought. Wait, what? She she was working on something Assassin's Creed related and she was out in Utah. How do you, um, wait, and hold just, on, I'm finding you. Give me a second. Scrolling down, I mentioned this. Okay. Taking a while, because yeah, we'll make, no, make some... No, that that has to be me. the movie. That has to be the movie. It can't be the game. Movie? She, yeah, but she's not... She wasn't dressed in any, like, costume like a movie thing. She was just in casual it. clothing wearing an assassin hat. She's Did not working say, oh, on the new game. Oh, assassin in the desert, indeed. Well, no, she's just saying she's an assassin, and she happens to be in a desert, and it's just a project she's working on. It doesn't necessarily say it's for Assassin's Creed. Uh, it's true. Hang on, I do need to. She's wearing, she's wearing an Assassin's Creed hat, so she's like assassin she in is. the desert. Like, yeah, I'd say it's just something completely unrelated to Assassin's Creed. She's just actually that's off true. Assassin's Creed. God, God damn. Yeah, it has to be unrelated. Yeah, that's you're right. I read it wrong because when I read it before, I thought for some reason it said in that post like hashtag Assassin's Creed or something. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, it says hashtag filming in the desert, hashtag Utah. I thought it said, like, hashtag Assassin's Creed. Like, that's why I thought. I was like, oh, it's Assassin's Creed. Uh, right. But now it makes more sense that she could just be, you know, doing something normal, has an assassin hat on, and then put a photo on it. Exactly. Yeah. Why would why would Victoria Atkin be doing something in a desert anyway to do with Assassin's Creed? Like, what would that be? It, I don't know. It could be something... Um, Empire promo in the desert? Uh, yeah. If you fry yeah, that, appears in like ancient that. Egypt, yeah, 100%. Well, why... she doesn't have... She might not be playing Evie Fry. She, well, she definitely wouldn't be playing Evie Fry, you know what I mean? Like, she, she, you know, you mean, Roger Craig Smith has done stuff in Assassin's Creed. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Evie yeah, Fry gets relevant. time travel device, using Minerva's robes, travels through time, meets Batman in that time travel cycle. And, oh, uh, shit. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard of a guy named Nolan North. He has done more than one voice. Nolan North. Have I yeah. heard of a guy called Nolan Have North? Have we? Yeah. Oh, I, don't, um, I don't recall He's that. done a couple of voices throughout. So it's possible that someone else is doing more than one voice in the game. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, it doesn't no. make sense. No, I don't know what you're talking about. You can only do one voice, then no. you're just done. You're done with voice acting forever. Then you leave, you leave, yeah. and you go work as a plumber. That's how it works. Definitely. How fun would it be if the Nolan North voiced uh, Desmond's son? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Thing is, though, Nolan North is... that Everyone gets him to do his normal voice because it's so iconic, but he can do so many voices. He's the voice of Edward Richtofen yeah. in Call of Duty Zombies. Like, yeah. that sounds nothing like Desmond. It's ridiculous. He does the voice of so many different voices that you'd never know. Unless I think he does Penguin in Batman Arkham as well. Really? It's so, yeah, it's so weird. He does, he does so many different voices. But his normal voice oh. is so interesting. Like it's so, it's so good. It's mm. like ah. I, I love. If they do, yeah. If they do a flash forward with Desmond's son, he's eighteen. I would love Nolan North to voice him as well. That way, it can be similar to Desmond's voice, but he can just kind of put on a bit of a slightly different voice to his own. You know yeah. what I mean? He could play yeah. Desmond's son as well. 
Yeah, he's, he definitely that do that. That definitely works because um, even though he voices both Desmond and Nathan Drake, they do sound slightly similar. Uh, I mean, slightly different. Sorry. Like they do. And the, and the only reason similar, actually now that I think of it, different. they can't do that is because they don't do what they used to do anymore. They don't do voice just voices anymore. They hire actors to play their roles because they That's actually true. play them now. But doesn't so Nolan North I, didn't Nolan North do mocap for Uncharted though? Did he? I okay. think so. I think it yeah, I think he did. He does the oh, mocap. Oh, okay, never mind that. Don't, Nate, don't worry yeah, about it. Never so. mind. Forget what I said. I just didn't think he was cuz he's it's not like he's he, he's he, I've seen, you know, I've seen him in like actual TV shows or not TV shows. I don't know what I've seen him in. He's, but I've seen him act, and he's not like a small eighteen-year-old figure. You know what I mean? So I was like, I don't really mm. think that would work. Yeah. Well, I mean, they could but, just change that. I guess they just try to get it so they can capture the facial expression and they put it onto their model because, like, Evie doesn't. Evie doesn't actually look that much like Victoria. They look similar, but not that similar. similar. Same, same size. With, same with um, Paul Amos and Jacob. They, they're but it's not about the looking, look, it's about but, body body you know. types. They are very similar. It's more I body suppose, types. I suppose. About. But yeah. But like, that, regardless that how they do it, they, they could still do it. Like, they could still do it. Have have him do the voice. It's, it'd still work. Yeah, Troy Baker, Nolan North, Victoria Atkin, and Roger Creation with Dream Voice Cast for Empire. Would it be that? Uh, well, what? I tried uh, tweeting him. Let's see if he responds. Dream, dream guest for Kill Connor Club, Roger Craig Smith, though. That's like, I can retire from YouTube after that. I always say that. Once I've talked to Ezio, and uh, Ezio said my name, and I, get, yeah. and I get him to say my name in his voice, oh, uh, I, I can... I'm, I'm, I'm literally... I cannot get more erect than I am right now. So... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh then I can die. That's the end of my life. Um, so I'll, yeah. I'm all set after that. Definitely. That's gonna happen. That's gonna happen one day. We'll make it happen. What are you like? Fucking amazing. What are you like? Yeah, I keep getting notification. I keep getting email sent to me, and it's just like lasers has like. Why do you get emails that when you get interactions on Twitter? I don't. I don't, I don't know how to turn it off. <laughs> the settings. <laughs> you fuck. Okay, I'll do that. Yeah, it was just it um, was just uh, Nick tweeting at Nolan North asking him if he'd be up for playing Desmond's son in the new Assassin's Creed. That's what it is. I think I'm gonna get a confirmed answer here, so stay tuned. Yeah, definitely, definitely do. You've uh, you this will yeah. be it. We'll know. No, no, this will be it. You know what will So before is... the podcast, and it's gonna be uh, Empire confirmed. Just you know what happened is he'll reply and just go fuck Ubisoft. Don't mention them again ever. <laughs> um, yeah. He did you uh, watch the video that was posted? How long is it ago? Uh, he, when he was talking about the seven-year, seven or eight-year plan for Desmond. Oh, yeah, uh, I did. Yeah, I did. Oh, shit, that sounded so good. I just, it's it's Patrice's vision that Ubisoft completely threw fucking just, oh, no. It was like, he, they had, he had this plan for what he wanted to happen to Desmond, how he wanted the games to progress, and Ubisoft went and changed that after they kicked him off. And it's so yeah. sad, like, because it was a really cool idea. Yeah, I, don't, I kind of vaguely remember. I've kind of forgotten what all that was, though. Like, what the plan was originally. You just watch it again. It sounded fucking... It sounded like something that he would experience... He would go through all the lives of all these ancestors, and then he would become this master assassin that would defeat the Templars or something like that. It was... It, it's, it, sound, it, sound, it sounds really cool, so you should definitely go watch it. Search Nolan North Assassin's Creed. Something like that. Mm. Okay, yeah. yep. We'll do, it's like, I'll do this it's, after. It was something like he mentioned, like how 
he he uses the words time travel, but what I assume it would be is Desmond would master the bleeding effect, so he can yeah he can he can relive his ancestors' memories while he's not in the Animus because he's the first person to ever use the bleeding effect for his own control. So he's able to like use it to help him and stuff in situations. And I think it it, it introduced a cool gameplay element if that was a thing. They it's were like you. It's like he could be fighting like Ezio, he could think like Altair, he could be as brutal as Connor and be as stealthy as Eevee and all that. If he would, it would work something like that, I think. It would be like a combination of a, of Master Assassins made into like a fucking badass. It'd be beautiful. Yeah, it would. That's, I, I like that. Okay, I'm getting rid but of it, all, but it's every, everything on Twitter literally ticked for notifications. Everything ticked, so I've just gone around and turned it all off. Jesus Christ. Okay, sorry about that. As you were saying, <laughs> I just totally interrupted you. I think we we're done. Was that it? What what happened there? I, we... I, I didn't think we we ended Desmond. Desmond's dead, guys. Move on. That's okay. <laughs> that's, dead. that's brutal. I but, okay, so the Shroud is coming. The uh, It's going to revive Desmond. That's the only thing I see in the comments these days. The Shroud and the, um, the Ankh of Eden. It's gonna revive fucking Desmond. I don't think nah, so. Nah, Desmond's Desmond's dead as fuck. Yeah, Desmond's dead, and he's dead forever. And I don't think he's gonna be like Subject Sixteen because uh, Noel North doesn't want to do that. I don't think he wants to do that. And they can't fucking change his voice. I'll be fucking mad then. Yeah, obviously, they definitely can't. Brendan goes. Ezio turns to Tala. Are you erect yet, Tala? Tala quits YouTube. <laughs> uh, I, w I would definitely quit that would be it I'd be done oh shit I want to meet Ezio <laughs> so do I I dare to be revived but cloned maybe no he's dead as shit he's just dead guys they've, it's they've, over they've destroyed his body like his his body doesn't exist anymore they like they ripped it apart do we know to that get though? the DNA well do that's we know what that? Dr. Gromaka yeah, said he said yeah it's uh, over he says, because he says, I want to strip him for parts like I did with Subject 17. So assuming that he completely destroyed his body. I don't think they're... But they have his DNA, DNA there, and that's what Project Phoenix is. They can rebuild Isu, so I'm sure they could rebuild Desmond using his DNA. But it wouldn't be the same. It'd be kind of a clone, but it'd be kind of fucked up mutant version of it. They don't have his consciousness, how... unless it's in the... With but then again, we don't know how the Shroud or the Ankh of Eden works because yes it can bring people to life yes it can bring people back from the dead and all that but does it have to be the body does it only need the consciousness we don't know any of that and the writers can do anything they want basically i'd say the shroud so, is the body the anchor is the consciousness i think that's yeah that, that, that that's what i think because they did show the ankh in the Unity. can someone explain to me the ankh i I've the, the ankh is uh, the egyptian artifact uh it's yeah. it looks like the uh, christian cross Okay. Yeah, no, I know what it looks so like. So in what, in Unity, in, in the Helix trailer or the Helix, the beginning of Unity, you see Helix like panning backwards or zooming out. Then yep. you see you see the you see the Egyptian um, sarcophagus. Is that what it's yep. called? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he holds the the Ankh and something else. And then later, when you see the Helix report or the Helix uh, document or the video, uh, they talk about. Uh, they show the Ankh as a thing. So they're, they're, and on the wiki, I think they're, they're also writing about the Ankh of Eden. And it can bring people back from the dead. Well, okay, so that's specifically, what I really what yeah. I mentioned it in a video, like I talked about, I did a bunch of research on this fucking shit. Um, so what it does is it does kind of two things. 
Um, the the main thing that I got is that um, it takes recordings of um, like uh, it's difficult like consciousness like recordings of a consciousness, and then you can then use the consciousness to restore someone so say i record like the way i got it was that if if i was to record my own consciousness into the ank you could then kind of put the consciousness onto someone else but you'd use it for resurrection purposes so if you keep the person's consciousness in the ank you can revive someone using it i think um that's kind of what i yeah. got but i'm not but that that makes sure. a lot of sense because dunos consciousness is saved in some way or form so she definitely needs the onk to get <clears throat> into a body definitely and desmond's is also saved in the animus like subject 16 was well, so there's so, a possibility yeah. I know that. Is it, we, we assume so so we, we there's possible definitely a possibility so but i think i think the onk is going to be the next piece of eden if it's going to egypt because juno needs it that's he's not, not in the animus. He's not in the animus. He's in the gray, Desmond. He, he, it's not possible for him because sixteen actually uploaded his consciousness to the animus. Desmond never did that, but Desmond's very possible that Juno has him in the gray. That's yeah, possible. but we don't That's know what Desmond. the the pedestal or the thing he touched did. Did that transfer his well, consciousness? Well, oh, that's the, that's the, to the gray. That's probably what it did. That's probably why it killed him completely, or it sent him through time because it is the eye, and the eye can see things through time then he talked to himself in the past you know like oh, my theory classic, of subject yeah, 16. no I i'm not going to go into they get i'm not going to get in that theory but i have um the okay, so actual that thing here it says yep. that it's capable of healing the sick and temporarily resurrecting the dead it also acts as a recording device storing the mannerisms of a living person and being able to return those mannerisms to a corpse that's so it's just okay. it's just the shroud but a different version uh, pretty yeah, much it's a shroud Plus, because but if you if you no because the shroud had consciousness in it too because uh Consus put his consciousness into try saying that three times fast um yeah. put his consciousness into the shroud yeah mm. but what so if you hold shit. the the Ankh of Eden and if you wear the shroud at the same time would you then be unkillable you would be invincible you would be immortal I'd say they work hand in hand it makes sense right that they would work it does together really sound like that. So if you if you got the Ankh in one hand, the apple in the other, and then the shrank, uh, the the, the shroud, shroud, sorry, around your shoulders, I'm pretty there's awesome. Too many pieces of Eden. Then there's the set, there's too many. set, which is another Egyptian piece of Eden. Holy hell! Um, which is used. The scepter of a set um, uh, allows the wielder um, charisma and leadership. I think it was. So they. Right, like whereas the apple controls the people to make you to to make you the leader, the scepter of a set makes you a good leader. So anyone who wields it oh. automatically has this leadership ability to lead someone. And it, I think it belonged to ISIS, one of the first civilization. And also Hitler. Hundred percent had the scepter of a set confirmed. I think that the scepter of a set was thrown in a well in Egypt. I think. Yeah, but it was also used by, uh, wasn't it used by, um, what was he called? Augustus or Alexander the Great? I don't know. All I know is that it was, it currently is still in a well. A boy took it and threw it into a well, uh, in somewhere near Egypt, uh, in the 1300s, I think. 
Yeah. Something like ACM that. ACM Pass said in 1300s confirmed. No, but it does make sense, though, because it said... Didn't it say 1300 or 1500 in the um, Black oh, Flag Oh, in Black Flag, was it 13th century Egyptian? No, but that's just, that's, that's just referring to Altair's son and grandchildren, because in yeah. the end of Revelation, yeah, yeah. it's Altair's son goes to Alexandria in Egypt. That's all that means. Definitely. That's true. So unless you're playing as Altair's grandson, because you're not playing as Durim, because Durim's too fucking old by the time he gets there. Um, but it'd be maybe his kids or grandkids. That'd be who's in Egypt. Yeah. That's what that meant, so. Possible, yeah. but um, more than likely not. But that's where, that's where the scepter is, and I don't think anyone knows where the Ankh is. It just disappeared around, I think it was the 14th century, the Ankh disappeared. But Otto Berg didn't find it in Egypt, though. I think that's interesting. Did Otto Berg find it or not? I don't think no, he, he didn't. It. No. He didn't find it in Egypt, and he was looking for it in Egypt. Mm. So I think that's interesting. If he can't find it in Egypt, does that mean it's in Greece or Rome or something like that? Possibly. Oh, Jesus. I don't know. This is speculation, though. Since Because we don't have enough information about these pieces of meaning because they're kind of not really touched upon a hell of a lot in the main games. We only got stuff about the Ankh in Rogue. So it's like yeah. we, don't, we don't know a whole lot. Yeah, it is a, a lot of speculation. But that's oh, I think, the fun. I think that, oh, I think the Ankh... Was it the Ankh or the Scepter? One of the two. No, it couldn't have been the Scepter because the Scepter's in a well in Egypt. So the Ankh was... I think the Ankh was... It ended up in in Europe, and I think it was lost in the 14th century, I think. He okay. didn't find it and concluded it was fake. But it's not fake, is it? The Ankh isn't fake. It's a real piece of Eden. Yeah. He just couldn't find it. So maybe that's what they're using the Animus for? Hmm, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, it makes sense. He he didn't say it, it. Otto's not saying it was fake. He's just saying the person couldn't oh, find no, no, it, no, and they I know. Otto Otto Berg just assumed it was fake. I guess is what he's saying. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ordle says he. Did. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you said that, right? Yeah. Lawkeeper. Yeah. Lawkeeper. Of course. But it, it makes sense though, and just because uh, the fucked up Otto Berg says it's fake, it doesn't mean it is. Yeah. No, that's true. Very true. Whoa. That's a lot of Assassin's Creed talk. We did a lot it's of a lot. Assassin's Creed stuff. Jesus Christ. What? It was a hell of a lot of fun, though. Yeah, no, it definitely was. Like, the list is unfinished, and, like, the Assassin's Creed part's pretty much done, but most of the list will, will move on to the next episode, probably. It will never wait, be said. Wait, 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 wait. Do you have a top five? No, I kind of just put it in as when we talked about the things we want in Empire, right? Okay. No intro there, either. Yeah, we didn't get the top yeah, fives really... intro. Oh, for fuck's sake, Tyler. I don't have the top fives intro, do I? Yeah, it's fuck. like the... Yeah. Up, 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 the vibes. They're all the... There what, it is. The... No, they're different. But up, up, but... Beep it up, but up, up, top fives. Like that? Yeah. Yeah, that, I like that. that. But now everyone's That's expecting it, for fuck's sake. You've ruined everything. Well, I've just done it, so I've done the best part of it anyway, so calm okay, down. Okay, there we go. It. Fine, fair enough. That's okay. You get the intro. Um... And the outro and everything. It's great. We love it. Um, cool, cool, cool. So, we've gone the full three, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, we've done it, it's the full a, three. It's been a couple episodes, but we've we've pretty much gone the full three by the time this outro's done. Yeah, it takes us um, a little bit. Um, yeah, that was so much Assassin's Creed talk, but it was awesome. I love it. Yeah, it was great. Um, it's what I know, so you can yeah. talk about your uh, drunken tales yeah. next time. Yeah, we can talk about, <laughs> you know, just... just 
big dicks and 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 all that sort of stuff in the next episode. That's always yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, my, yeah, if you don't like the the only reason you know, if you don't like big dicks and laughing a lot, then you won't like this podcast. Look, that's all I'm going to say. Um, <laughs> exactly. You should write so, down on iTunes. <laughs> if you don't like big dicks, just being rock hard for three full hours, <laughs> then don't don't click in the podcast. It's that don't simple. download this one, guys. Yeah, yeah. Don't want. Rated don't R don't worry mature. If you don't Rated like M to laugh, mature. Hard, or something. Yeah. If you don't like to laugh real hard and just have a great time, that's fine. Don't watch it. No worries. Makes sense. Um, but, Nick, thank you for joining us, man. It's been a real blast. It's been fun. And um, for everyone listening out there, uh, go subscribe to Nick. His channel is The Creed, and it'll be a link in – probably top link in the description to the main podcast video. And if you're on iTunes, obviously come and subs jump on YouTube and subscribe. Um and uh, all that great stuff. Uh, so I'm, I hope you had a great time, Nick. It was definitely fun having you. Yeah, and it was uh, very fun. Watching your channel start has been really great, and uh, your content's really, really good for someone Thank who's you. just starting out. And even not even just starting out, it's just in general very good and high quality. So people go check it out. Yeah. I, I highly recommend it. Uh, and um, follow us all on Twitter as well. Those links are in all the description. The description because I'm fucking prepared. This time, yeah, and uh, we'll put timestamps in too. Um, later on, at some yeah. point, when well, because it's late for me, so when I get up in the morning before I go to uni, I'll 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 look through all the timestamps, chuck this on iTunes, and get a highlight uh, video ready for my channel, the Honey Dick, as I like to call God, it. What would and, I do without um, you, Jesus Christ? Yeah, I know, right? Um, and then yeah, so that'll be really great. Um, and I'll get all that sorted. So, guys. That's all from me. James, do you want to do uh, one final outro? Or Nick, do you want to say have... anything else? Or... Wait, wait, I have I, I, I just have want to question. say... Okay, fine, go. Go first, then I'll ask a question. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just going to say thank you for having me, and thank you for all of the support I've been getting uh, for the last couple of weeks. And uh, thank you for having me. It's been it's been great. Okay. that's, that's No worries at all, man. Thank you. Good words. That's good words from a wise, wise man. Anyway, I have a question. So... Uh... Uh, Nick, what is your opinion yeah. of Connor Kenway? We need to know. Here we go. Please don't make me hate you. Um, <clears throat> don't don't make it biased. What? what I, is your opinion? I, the Creed, aka Nick, likes Connor. Oh, for fuck! Everyone, <sighs> everyone says that. <sighs> and I can tell you why. Okay, yeah, dude, later. tell us. I don't want to hear it. I don't get that. I don't need to why. I need to. I don't give a fuck. Connor is a different character. He's an uneducated Native American that tries to make his way in life. He he sees spirits. He thinks the spirits are guiding him, and he believes that because it is his faith. He joins the assassin, and although he, I can agree that he's an ignorant ignorant fuck in a way. He he does what he thinks is right, and I do respect him for that. No, it's wrong. He stuff. starts a war and kills lots of good men. He made America free. Okay? It's, I'm not America. I don't give a fuck it. about America. It's a video okay. game. It's yeah. supposed to be... No, 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 you fucking started this shit. This is how it's going to end this podcast. First of all... Uh, first of all...
first of all, I, it's Assassin's Creed. I don't want it to be patriotic America. And for the people that are out there going, I love Connor, he was just a native. You just don't get his native heritage. Are you kidding me? I would have loved it if he was actually properly native. They did it horribly. He was the most white American patriot in a video game I've ever seen. He had, He's all about saving his village, supposedly. But when he fails is never at the fucking village and really only helps the white guys. He doesn't even have a real good deep native connection in the game like he was supposed to have, you know? He's the whitest fucking dude ever and is an idiot, an absolute retard. I, I can't even... I can't even... You just voiced start. my like inner thoughts there on Connor. That was perfect. I agree with that. He's just a naive fuck. I don't agree. But I don't even want to do an intro. I'm, I'm, re I'm, I'm replaying Assassin's Creed right now and I'm enjoying it. I just, look, I just, I think Connor, throughout the entire game, he learns nothing. People try and guide him to do the right thing, he learns nothing and he's an arrogant fucking idiot. He just does what he thinks right when it's always wrong. He never does anything right. Haytham tries to guide him. He fucking disregards it. Achilles tries to guide him and he fucking disregards that. He's just an idiot. And then Juno has to put him in, put him in his place at the end of the game. And he still doesn't care. Like, he's just dumb. He's he just... Nothing about him is good. He's just an idiot. That's and, and he oh, doesn't and he doesn't fun. do and he doesn't do what the assassin's supposed to and not pick sides through the through the common wars and he does pick sides he's all about white America and someone just said in the comments that's race I'm not racist if he was supposed to be a native like he's supposed to be that would have been great to get an in depth look at that but he wasn't it started off that way and then he just became the white guy like every stereotypical white guy video game out there he wasn't different he was exactly the same that's why i don't like him because he was supposed to be different and he wasn't he was just shit a version of what we always had he was just horrible kill connor club <laughs> <sighs> this is why it's called the kill connor club we say it's a joke but it's not a joke we're really you should definitely. Right I was. I was just gonna say you should make a podcast about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Oh god. Wow. God, he cared about liberty. He didn't care about liberty. He didn't even know what fucking liberty is. Haytham is is so intelligent in Assassin's Creed Three. But uh, I just want to enlighten. Uh, I just want to enlighten the people, and uh, because James is pro Templar, I'm pretty so pro Templar. I. I agree with the Templars. Yeah. I mean, it depends what era. Like Altair, Ezio, I'd go with assassins. Connor, Edward, maybe not Edward so much because that those Templars are a bit weird. But like Connor, like Shay, kind of. It's very the Templars know what they're doing. Like once the when the assassins strayed from peace to freedom <laughs> as their goal, I prefer the Templars. Yeah, like, well, Haytham is one of the greatest characters in Assassin's Creed ever, so um, I get He's why. only good because it was a shit game in general. He's average. Nah, he's not, though. He's not. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not. He's great. He's, he's amazing. Amazing. He says a lot of things that are just extremely intelligent. He is the perfect merge of Assassin's Creed and Templars up, together. together and there we go. I don't know. I was just okay. kind of gonna get right. just go in the middle of this argument and just right. see if we can end there Let's and be funny. Because we but... we've done over the full three, we've done three hours and two minutes. Jesus Christ, this is the longest podcast we've done in a while. 
in a little Sorry, while. Well, that's because, yeah, well, thanks, James, for asking the question. I knew as soon as you asked the question, I'm like, this isn't going to end fucking well. I just, <laughs> this isn't going to end. Well, at least we got to do oh, the full no. three because of that. Uh, at the end, we're, uh, we're all friends. Hmm. It's all fine. No, that's not true. Not anymore. You ruined it, and I told you that, and I said, you better answer <laughs> right, or we're not friends. I said that. I warned you. I gave See, you this is out. what we said I to BPR. BPR said he liked Connor, and now his channel's in a horrible state of decline. Um... I uh, hate Connor, guys. I've uh, I definitely hate Connor. He's the worst character <laughs> yeah, ever. So you don't want to lose Please them subscribe, subs, right? <laughs> Please yeah. subscribe. What happens is when you when you say you like Connor on the podcast, you come off, yeah. and your next content for the next year is going to be you stuttering, reading other people's articles to really badly edited videos, where you lose subscribers and claim to be number one source for Assassin's Creed when that's not at all true, and you're not even on the top five list. Anyways. Thanks that was horribly for... yeah, Okay, keep going. That was horribly. That was oh, the best segue ever. Great that segue. Was oh my god. Horrendously okay. mean and rude. But yeah, okay. Well, I guess we're gonna have to keep going anyway. Yeah. I um, love but you for too, everyone, James. and for everyone that's in the in the chat saying "fuck you, Tyler," yeah, I don't give a fuck. You're oh, wrong. Shit, a bad You're ending. just wrong. So you can all deal with that. You fucks. You know how I said I love this community? Fuck, no, I'm just joking. I'm <laughs> oh, God. This is like oh. the old, um, wow, James, wow. <laughs> I oh, went in a bit deep there, didn't I? Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, it was a joke. I mean, it was kind of yeah. a joke. I mean, uh, no, that wasn't you joke. guys, you, everyone knows me, okay? It's, yeah. like, I don't actually care, but I do, I just fucking forget it. I don't know. It's, it's, it's. Yeah, probably Anyways. Thanks for watching. Um, Thanks, guys. All links are in the description. Um, and I... Uh, fuck, this is... What an outro. Um, do you want to do the thing, Tyler? The little jingle. Kill Club.